Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Fire. This is the Pyro Podcast, Episode 5 of the 2014 regular season. This is Show 147. We got a doozy here today. It's called Thrive in Week 5. And we're going to give you all the info you need and all the information so you can do that. We're going to talk through uh, all the games and all the matchups like we do in season. But we're also going to answer a, t- a bunch of questions uh, from our second opinions batch. Been getting a lot of those. Thank you. Keep sending those. We love helping you. Try and send one. Don't try and send 12 a day. Um, but we amen to all, all of you uh, that are, that are pay- partaking there. So, as usual, I got to the left of me, Houdini. I got across the way from me, Dogmatica. I am D-Rex. We, as a collective, are Pyromaniac.com. So, hey, what's going on, fellas? Uh, you know, I'm pretty excited about... I actually, personally, am pretty excited to get into this week for more reason than anything else. I think I have my single worst... We've got three leagues. Single worst fantasy uh, weekend that I can remember in ages. I mean, it's like a five-year-old record that I just beat on. Like, between those two teams, or three teams, how little points I scored. Uh, tough. Tough, tough week, so I need a rebound. Well, for me, first of all, it's good to be back. Um, welcome back. Yes, welcome back. Welcome and, back. Uh, I feel your pain because I had a horrible week as well, but I was anticipating it because with all the teams that were off, I, I in, in multiple leagues where I have Michael Floyd, Percy Harvin, I lost my entire team. I, I had to start playing people like Danny Amendola because there was nobody else left on the bench because everyone else was on the bye. Well, in our, in our league... <laughs> Basically, we only allow 10 pickups throughout the season. Well, there you go. And it's deep benches, so everyone's gone. And you get some gems that come along the waiver wire, like any league, for sure. But it's few and far between. Because no one's picking them up, and I basically had the same thing. I went into the bye. You know, I didn't have any quarterbacks overlapping. But you look, when you got quarterback, tight end, wide receiver, and running back with buys, man, I got hit hard in that league. I basically was was starting garbage because I couldn't, I didn't want to pick, I just took the loss, essentially, because I didn't want to waste any pickups on guys that I didn't think were really going to pull through. And we we need them. You need them for later in the season. You know what, with the way that they set up the buys this year, there were three weeks that people were pegging to be Either losses or write-offs, you know, it happens. Week four was one of them this last week. Week nine and week ten both have six teams on by. Right. And they're also, there's a lot of good players in those teams. Uh, this last week, you got your, you got Denver. You had, you had Arizona. You had Seattle. You know, you had the two Super Bowl teams. Cincinnati also. Cincinnati and Cleveland. You know, I mean, there's... There were some good teams in there. St. Louis, you know, whatever. You got your Zach Stacy or something like that. Or Brian Quick, if you happen to end up getting uh, him going on. But uh, there was definitely a lot of good teams out there. I was pegging this as just going to be a loss for me. Turned out, I, I ended up scoring, and this is my yeah. D-Rex's league. Because uh, you're only in yeah, one, one league. league. That's right. I'm only in one league this year. Uh, it's probably going to help you. You're doing I, well, other than other than you're more, you, you get more gut wrenching losses. Get, yeah, right. Well, I, sc- I scored the second most points in the entire league this this week. Yeah, yeah. There there you go. Go. Of course, I was playing the guy who scored the first. Oh. Uh, unbelievable. He had uh, uh, Philip Rivers. All five. He ended up starting because we started rookie as well. He ended up starting five receivers. All five of them had touchdowns. Two of them had two touchdowns apiece. You got hit by a buzzsaw. It happens to the best of us. And his and his his QB happened to be Rivers, which just just blew me out of the water. 
Uh, luck. Oh yeah. yeah, you had a big. Well, I, I mean, I had a big week. Yeah. At least, at least you here when you're gonna lose, you have a big week because you know you need those points. You need those total points, especially in this league. We in award league. big money and big, oh, big yeah. to well, total points. There's about half of the league that thinks the total points person is a better, grander spot and position than the champion. These guys are time. all about. Well, you you got lucky because he had 300 more points than you. But you won the championships. Like, all right. Nobody, rem- I was, uh, nobody remembers the Denver Broncos were uh, second place well, no, last that, year. They my, had the most points, too. I get it, but in my league, too, we give a lot of money to the guy that wins the points, and I've now created the Jerry Rice points trophy. Mm-hmm. So there is a memory. You, know, you, know, you are memorialized uh, for, for years and years to come. Everyone's going to remember. You're going to have that trophy out there. That's pretty cool, too. So uh, I get it because it's head-to-head. You never know what can happen. Total points is, is the biggest thing, I think, in fantasy football and it's going to end up being sometime in the next five years it's going to switch to total points over head-to-head type stuff i'm telling you right now it's going to be the bigger thing there's going to be trophies for the total points uh, instead of winning like but you like well, that no. that's what hockey does right i, I don't even i don't i don't well, like they're on that. a point system but here's what i would say I, what's going to end up happening for sure i think in a lot of leagues is especially if you're in a 10 team league i don't, I don't see it as much uh, but in 12 team and 14 16 Especially in twelve, probably the last playoff spot becomes not based on record; it just goes oh, to yeah. points. Oh, that we, yeah. I, we we do that. That's okay. what it is in our. A lot game. of people do that already. Yeah, right. yeah. And the we most, do that, right. No, the, no, that's not true. The most points guy gets to pick his poison. Yeah, no, the, he automatically, automatically bids the playoffs, and he, gets, and, and he, and he picks and his think, poison. No, does he get to pick his poison, or is the... Yeah, if he has no, a, if he, has he a, does get to pick his poison. And it's the worst. I've had record. it happen, we've all had it happen, you pick your poison, and it bites you in the ass. No, I'm saying, if he, he, he had the most points, but his record doesn't make, any, doesn't make the playoffs, does he still get in? Yeah, just with uh, just on the points. I'm just gonna on call points. it Al, okay. Al Davis's yeah. law from now on, instead of Murphy's law. I was just looking at what the Raiders, over since like 2004... The pick after the pick that they took in the first round. Here's what they could have started for them oh, right now. Aaron Rodgers, C.J. Spillers as a running back, Calvin Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald. That could be their starting lineup, and it could have been their starting lineup for the last. Who did the Raiders take in front of Calvin Johnson at the one? Oh, I don't I, I couldn't even tell Jamarcus you. Russell. Yeah, it was a Jamarcus Russell. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. That is, that is brutal. It could, it could easily be the best team in the league uh, instead of easily the worst team in the league. It's crazy. Well, let's right, do. Let's, uh, get let's get let's get into some fantasy football. Thrive in Week Five. Fire it up. Amen. We got a Thursday night game, October second. We got the Vikings are going to be at the Packers. Um, what's going to happen in this big bad daddy for um, a fantasy football standpoint? Oh, it's a it's a bad daddy. This is a big bad, bad daddy. Um, I normally do not like Thursday night games. Uh, the Thursday night games have a tendency not to put up as many fantasy points as a normal Sunday game would or a Monday night game or Sunday night games. Wow, have those, uh, those been doozies lately? Uh, but th- this week, I don't know. I, I, I think that Green Bay's offense is finally starting to click a little bit. I think Rodgers has gotten a little pissed at what's been going on, and he finally took some things into his own hands. I think Minnesota's figured a few things out, especially getting Bridgewater in there. That guy is going to be special. You know, I don't, I don't know what you guys were watching out there, but well, he's, I liked he's what I saw. I liked sure. what I saw. You know, it's 
you gotta love uh, uh, this whole team right now because the loss of a- Adrian Peterson. So it's all these young guys, right? Oh yeah. Who's your leader uh, at the wide receiver positions? It's Cordero Patterson. Now who's the, the running back that's emerging? Jarek McKinnon. Yep. Um, you know, so Kyle Rudolph is out as well. So you, you you need these young guys to step up. You need people to step up. Yeah. There, there was a guy that I was talking up a little bit over the summer um, that I thought would have actually broken in a, a little bit more than he had already. But last week he did break out. Um, I don't know if I expect him to do the same thing week after week. But I do expect him to be incorporated in the offense. And that's Jerry's right. He had an insane game. And it, there's a lot to be said for a second-string quarterback working with the second-string teams and who they're comfortable with Absolutely. and who they like to throw to and, and who they know is going to be where they're supposed to be on any given play. And Jerry's right, was. And he is a good receiver. He's somebody who's filled in in the past when Percy Harvin got hurt. Uh, well, they just cut Simpson. Not yeah, too and, long ago. Well, as well, they should. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, first yeah. of all, he was kind of a piece of shit anyway, but, I mean, the amount of troubles that he's had. The, you know, he was just good for doing the jump over somebody by the end zone or whatever. And smoking weed. So yeah. if you listen to this podcast and you like the Pyro podcast, give us a shot. Yeah. Anyway, it's, uh, this Minnesota offense has got... I'm not expecting them to be as good as they were against Atlanta. This uh, Bridgewater, yes, he's going to be special, and I do believe he's a very good quarterback. Now, what do you think about the fact about the injury, though? Because it, um, it came out negative after they when they, when they took him back, uh, but it did get rolled up on. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, I, you could see on the play that he definitely rolled it. Um, he still made the fight for the end zone. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's a fighter. He's gonna he's gonna play if he can play. And from what it looks like, they they rested him on Monday. Uh, he did a little bit today. Um, it, it's gonna be if you're gonna have to watch and see what goes on Wednesday, which is when you'll be listening to this. I think he's gonna play. What's up with Cordero? Well, you know, real quick, he better play because otherwise it doesn't matter about Cordero yeah, because it would be Christian Ponder at quarterback. Yeah. Well, in which case, I, I hope they have uh, Bridgewater at least active because it wouldn't shock me if Ponder got his ass just whooped. Well, no, I, 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 I was listening. Uh, I heard the, the, uh, one of the, the guys, uh, reporters from uh, Minnesota, was on the radio here in Chicago today. And he was saying he and they, he's lamenting if it's Christian Ponder. So... They're anticipating, as as you had said, uh, as we were talking before the podcast, dog, that McKinnon should play and that Bridgewater should play. So now you could talk about Cordero Patterson and just see now what North Turner is able to do with these young players. It's in, it's really interesting, and you're going to see a lot of growth, I think, out of these out of this team. Yeah, I'm. I'm you know what? The, the, the tight end position is a, a problem at this point. Team. Obviously, um, it's it's North Turner's favorite position to get going on. And they, they don't really have an answer right now without Rudolph. And Rudolph, it's not like Rudolph was lighting it up when he was there, but you could tell that he was starting to work his way into the offense and was going to well, be. But he was big part. in the preseason, he was being used a lot. Absolutely. And, and he was going to start being used quite a bit. But now without him, they got Rhett Ellison, uh, they got Marquise Gray. Uh, there's just not a lot going on. Mel Gray, Eric Rett, who do they have? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, wow, would I love them? Mel Gray, uh, maybe not an Eric Rett. What's Metcalf's first name? Eric Metcalf. Eric Metcalf. Eric Metcalf. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Um, well, let, let's 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 talk. First question: When is Rudolph back? And then let's go to the other side All of the right, ball. Well, Packers. R- Rudolph will probably be back. Rudolph is actually, um, from what I hear, is ahead of schedule, and he might even be back within like four weeks. Uh, after after like maybe four more weeks, maybe five or something, it'll be right around the bye, uh, and their bye is week ten. So, I mean, you could expect him either week nine or week eleven, okay. and it would, it would probably be better for them if they brought him back week eleven. 
but it, it, it might come back week nine. Moving on to the Packers, though. Uh, the Packers, very interesting. Um, first of all, uh, Boykin did not practice uh, today again, and it doesn't look like he's going to play again. doesn't matter. He's been skipped over anyway. Yeah, as you, as yeah. you said, you would. Yeah, Devontae Adams, he was one of my sleepers this year. The fourth receiver on the Packers always gets in there and always does something. He caught a touchdown this last week against the Bears. It was one of the most insane plays I've ever seen by a quarterback. If you saw that play, right. what Aaron Rodgers did on that play was absolutely unbelievable. Please uh, YouTube it. Do something. Well, maybe we'll put it up later tonight or something like that. But it was literally one of the most insane throws I've ever seen. Adams caught in the in the end zone. Turned out that there was a penalty for holding. Yeah, yeah. yeah as far as Jared Boykin goes, uh, you know. <laughs> I have the memo. Yeah, <laughs> but I think what everybody else wants to know about is Eddie Lacy. Yeah. All right. Listen, he's been obviously a disaster for you. Um, he was probably your first round pick, but absolutely was. I, I mean, believe me, you'd rather have Lacy at this point than an Adrian Peterson. You'd rather have Lacy than uh, a Lashawn McCoy. <laughs> yeah, almost. Almost. I, I, no, I'd still rather have McCoy at this point. McCoy will get back on track as well. I took him number one overall. You look at his scoring, every, each week he's getting two points. Well, the last two weeks, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get to him. Yeah, his we'll last two weeks We'll, we'll get been, to Philly in a few. I got a few things I want to say, say what, what is he, what's he done? I want to say it was 39 carries for like 40-something yards over the last two weeks. I don't know. I no, it, it's 20 carries. It's tw- like 30 carries for 39 yards. Oh, yeah, 29 carries for 30 29, 30, yeah, for 39, some, yeah. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Some Phenomenal. ridiculously terrible. Phenomenal. But going, going back to Eddie Lacy, listen, he has been a disaster so far. Um, but what the Bears have done the last couple of weeks, and it, it, I guess the writing could have been on the wall for it, but I, you wouldn't have known. You would have still thought that Lacy would have done something. The Bears have sold out for, uh, to, to guard against the run. They realize they have a terrible run defense, so they're selling out to, to stop the run, and they're going one-on-one. Uh, in the in the secondary, and that didn't work out so well against Rodgers. Um, they'll probably still try and sell it against the run and hope that their defensive backs can can do their jobs and the safeties do do their jobs. Linebacks are still pretty quick. You get when you know when McLennan comes back, they'll, they'll still be pretty quick. But either way, it di- it didn't look like it was going to be that great of a game for Lacey simply because the Bears were going to well, stop Lacey. But that's the, it. But, but that was the other thing that was like surprising. It was lining up that. He should have been able to have a good game. They should have been able to work their will on it. And and the, and the simple fact was, I was at the game. You were at the game, D-Rex. He just went to the air right away and just carved the Bear defense through the air. Yeah. And then when they tried to throw the run in, it just never worked. And Lacey never could find a hole. He could never never showed any burst. He just he wasn't very effective. So he should have been even more effective the way that that offense was clicking on the passing game. It's like the passing game should have set up that run. It should have. I, I agree with you, dog. When you know, it's, it's like when you're playing basketball or any sport against a guy that you believe is a lesser opponent than you. You get a, you get a newfound confidence. And when you got Rodgers, he's already getting pissed. Like you said, he's a little, little bit mad because the Packers fans are like, what the hell? And he's like, slow down. People are blaming Olivia Munn as well they should. Send her my direction. I don't, he was nuts. <laughs> but he, you know, essentially, I agree. He went right to the air and he's like, 
it was working. So, you know, the, at the same time, and I think on the defensive side, the defense kind of like, there's no way we're going to stop this passing attack. But when they run, we are going to, we, we can kind of handle that one. So it's that knowing your competition, having a better skill set. But I think we're covered on that game. Cobb, is he all good? And uh, anything else to. Yeah, no, Cobb's fine. Jordy's fine. Zero tight end action on that team, by the way. There's, it, it seems well, like they're not there. Well, he did have a touchdown, though, didn't he? Well, no, but he had a the, nice play. The guy that I want to bring, Rogers Richard Rodgers. Richard Rodgers, okay, he, he, he finished the game with uh, you know, one nice play. Finished two catches, uh, 52 yards. Yep. It's only two targets, though. But he's the guy that they really liked in the preseason, too. So, and he also had that horrible-looking injury at the beginning of the year. So now he's coming back early. I, I didn't know that he was going to be back this soon. And so... I think, you know, after this week, because the short week, maybe, you're probably not going to see maybe as much out of him again this week, but after that going forward, I think you'll start to see him develop into a bigger part of this offense. And you know what? Uh, the, their offensive line is still a little bit uh, iffy. Um, they're going to keep using Corliss in there to block a little bit. He was the, the go-to for uh, Rodgers over the first couple of weeks, few weeks, because Bostic was injured and Rodgers wasn't quite ready yet. Uh, so they used Corliss. Bostic, they love his athleticism. He could come into the mix later on, but uh, in general, it's kind of, I don't know, it's a three-headed monster. I don't like a situation for any single one of them in particular. Rodgers may have, I don't know. I, 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 it's I, one of these things that all it takes is one or two plays. You can make another one, true. and then all of a sudden, boom, you're the man. Look, look what happened with Travis Kelsey last night. The, the guy, we, we've been talking about it, we'll get to him too, but it's yeah. like, uh, now uh, everyone knows this is the man. That's you my know? guy. If you watched him last night, Travis Crazy. Kelsey, wow. Crazy. Holy shit. We were, talking about him. we were talking about him last year. We were talking, yeah, we were talking about him before the season started last year. Right. Yeah, that's how had he not gotten, had he not gotten. Let's get to him. Let's get to him when we get to him. I like it. Right. That game was pretty sweet. I agree. We're in for a doozy on Thursday, but I hope that that really has to mean that uh, Bridgewater's playing. Now I think. Um, that the, the young fella, the the quarterback, the other quarterback, uh, space his name right now. Ponder. Uh, Ponder. I, I think he's just. I don't think he's bad as you guys do. Uh, you know, obviously, if you're a fan of the Minnesota Vikings, you want Bridgewater going. But I think he could step in. He's got a lot of games under his belt. He can at least do something. He's not. I, I'd rather have a guy that's played 35 plus games than some sap that hasn't. Uh, that's true. But I mean, he's still a checkdown Charlie type guy. He can't throw it deep. Uh, you're not going to get big plays, and if you're going to beat the Packers, you're going to need somebody who's got at least some dynamicism, and, and Ponder just doesn't have it. And he takes more hits, as you pointed out earlier, than any player, maybe even since uh, Rob Johnson oh, from yeah. the Buffalo Bills. Those yeah. guys have an aptitude to get hit real hard. We, we saw the game that Forte had uh, against this defense, so if McKinnon is, is healthy... He could potentially have a have a decent game. And uh, don't be shocked if uh, Asiata is yeah. still going to get those goal goal line carries. Well, he's going to be the vulture well all the rest of yeah, the season. Yeah, he's he's done very well at it. As bad of a player as people said he is, he still scores those touchdowns and he makes some plays here and there. He's not as terrible as people think. Great. Uh, Bears going to be at the Panthers. Panthers coming off the of shellacking. The Bears coming off the of shellacking. Both of them gave up thirty eight points. Oh my God! I mean. We'll get to that, but uh, um, Bears are you know is, is Marshall going to be all right? Is he going to be hobbled all the time? Is is, is Alshon going to be all right? I mean, is Cutler the biggest doofus ever at the quarterback position? No, th- th- this Tell Marshall me. situation is something you're going to have to watch all week. Um, I think that the Bears may have come to the decision, and I'm not, I'm not exactly sure on this, but that's why I'm saying watch all week yeah. and see what happens out of practice. 
they may have come to the decision, hey, Marshall needs time off. Yeah. He cannot make it this week. Are they going to decide that today while he's out in New York recording uh, for uh, Inside exactly. the NFL? Exactly, and that's, I was going to mention that. I mentioned it weeks ago before the season started. We've mentioned I it every week. I hated the fact that he was doing that. And obviously it's, I mean, I don't know if that's had that huge, huge of a factor, but something has. I mean, he's, he's been injured. He's normally plays through injuries, and he's normally fine like that. But it had, he hasn't been able to, to, to play through this very well. He did get a touchdown last week. Uh, I mean, but it, the, the defender fell down. Yeah. And he actually was thinking that the guy was going to attack. Yeah. Did you see him? He caught the ball. He thought the guy was going to attack yeah. him. He started backing in. Well, he he got... fell over into the end zone almost. Cause he... But hey, I'd rather have I'd rather that. But yeah. he just didn't know. He was worrying about catching the ball because again, I think it's, I think the first ball thrown to him. God, he just right in his hands. He drops, falls. Yeah. He dropped, He had another drop where it's just like always. Remember before he that. got to Chicago when we were watching him in Miami. He had I think it was one game. On one possession, three plays in a row where he yeah, dropped the touchdown catch from... Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I remember us talking about it. Yeah. I think right. Podcast. It was like in week three or four. It was like, oh my, oh my God, it was like boneheaded plays that he made there. The one where he ran out of bounds in that. Yeah, in I remember. I, I, so, I played Matt... Uh, until he got to Chicago. I, I, played, I hated him, but I played Matt... Uh, I used to hate him for sure. But until he got can, to Chicago, can, this is where he became the dominant touchdown guy. Yeah, that's true. He was never. He's big. changed he his life. He's, let's be honest. This guy was a douchebag and had a lot of problems with domestic abuse and all these, you know, ha- having problems with his head. We don't need to go into all that. We love him now. He's really turned a great corner. But at the end of, the, we just need need to know. I think I agree. With you. We need the guy to sit, get healthy, get that ankle a little bit better because you watch him and he's just. He makes a good go of it, but then he's hobbling around. Right. And after I'd rather every, him after be at 100%. Ball, every time he doesn't get the ball, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, I really just used a lot of energy and pain to not even to be a decoy. So I agree with you. Sit him. I don't think this team is going to the Super Bowl. I think all those uh, those wishful thoughts we had maybe this summer, it's just not going to happen. So let's just make sure our key asset at wide receiver. Well, there, there, there's gets a help. lot of there's a lot of key players that we should a few key players that we should talk about real quick before moving on to the next game. Uh, Matt Forte. It seems like the, the Panthers can be carved up running. This the ball. I, I wanted to bring this up, yeah, because the Panthers gave up over 200 yards rushing to Pittsburgh. Yeah, two weeks uh, ago, and then uh, last week uh, they got Baltimore did a, a good job against them. Although it was really Steve Smith who <laughs> who blood and guts them to death. But uh, yeah. you know their their defense could be had without Greg Hardy on that line. They are not menacing up front like they like they have been in the past. No. So this is where you got. When I've been watching all their games. I got Luke Keekley in a defensive league. I see him flying around everywhere. He's making tackles, but he's not making tackles until they're six, seven yards down the field. Yeah. So. Uh, that's happening a lot, so yeah, yeah. I think Forte could be can be uh, successful. In yeah, this game. Forte is going to have a nice game, and I still think that Cutler is going to have a nice game as well. Uh, he's not going to have a, a, one of those incredible games, but he'll have a nice game. Uh, the player is going to, if Marshall doesn't play, the player will fill in. It's a player that you hated even more, that we've all hated uh, even a, a little bit more. Santonio Holmes, um, decent fill-in type guy. I, I don't expect a, a ton out of him. Um, going to Carolina's side of the ball. Everybody's beat him. Uh, the receivers are fine. I mean, it looks like Cotri came back and he did he did just fine. Um, Jason Avant will be around there, but uh, obviously the rookie is a, a monster. That guy can that guy can play. Um, what did he do this week? 
Uh, what did he do this week? Did he have a nice game? I don't know. Calvin Benjamin? Yeah. 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 He's a guy that people in our questions that you ask us, he seems to be in a lot of my questions. Trade offers, starting. I mean, he, a, here's what he's got going for him. He, he's, he's, he's a big guy. He's like six foot five. He's got the size. He doesn't have the speed. He had four six one speed. So he, he, what he, what he's being used for, he's not the burner who's going to be going down the field, but he can use his size and position himself, and he's scoring touchdowns. So because again, look at what else they have on that team. There, there's not many other options. He's the only real option you're going to throw to for the for the touchdowns at wide receiver. Other than that, it becomes Greg Olson. He's a faster, skinnier, uh, Jimmy Graham. He's 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 a tight end. Basically, Basically, as we were talking right. about or, or early on, but before the season started, he's in a tight ends type body. He's also he's skinnier than, than Graham, but he's faster. Is he faster? Slightly. Yeah, Graham. You know, Graham. Graham doesn't run four six one. I mean, it's not this is not blazing speed. What you want four? I like, no, I like. I, I don't. I'm a Jerry Rice fan. He ran a four six split. Uh, it's the same. It's the same thing. There's Benjamin doesn't fast. have that quick. There's no. Oh, no, I'm not comparing Jerry Rice. Jerry <laughs> Foster. Saying, ran not, four, there's six no six comparing split. Jerry Rice. But what I'm saying is, there's football fast. There's running and pads fast. There's the ability to run and get. You know, being as they always said, Rice was always scared, ran scared. That just changes everything. And I think a guy well, like Calvin Benjamin, Benjamin and maybe a guy like Keenan Allen have that kind of Benjamin. Yeah, like okay, I, I agree with that comparison to Keenan because I think he's got the same thing. He's got the instincts. Uh, to uh, to to make it happen, so I think that's what that's Benjamin had five for seventy six with a touchdown last week. Another <laughs> touchdown, three touchdowns. That's the thing. Touchdowns is why weeks. everyone is wanting it, but you can't. I'm going to ask questions like that because basically I did go to the game. I got shit housed. I mean, dude, I haven't been this drunk in a game. After the game, we had rickshaw races to our next bar. We drank there doing shots. Then we went to Rana, Japan. I mean, I came home and blacked out. Houdini, I apologize. And listeners and pyromaniac fans, I apologize for not getting our pickups piece up on Sunday. I was passed out in bed at 10 o'clock. Holy crap. Still hurting all day Monday. If you, if you went what, to Rana, Japan. What would you say you do here? Well, look, I already told you. I deal with the goddamn customers so the engineers don't have to. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand that? What the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> okay, well done, well done. Well I don't know done. if that was directed to me. It's so touche. Uh, good times, good times. That's what you were supposed to do, was post my damn article. I know, dude. I was at the game and drunk too, but uh, I wrote it. Dude, well, you, if you went to Roger Pan before you came home blacked out, Check your bed for a, some a pile of something. Maybe having to be honest, Ron and Japan. You, you wouldn't cut off, underneath all those clothes. They no, cut you off. Wouldn't. They cut off our table, and basically one of the guys we were with went to the manager and they uncut us off. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Planners punch. They're like, you guys are cut off. You guys are so loud. People, I mean, we were just blacked out city. Wow. Uh, I'm too old for this shit. Uh, so what else is happening in this game? Olsen, uh, you, uh, your every guys running back out. is beat up. Basically what they have is Darren Reeves. They just signed Chris Ogmanaya, who I believe will maybe even get the most touches. Fozzie Whitaker is coming off a slight injury. He's no good anyway, and neither is Darren Reeves. Uh, Ogmanaya is actually the best of the three of them. They just signed him. Um, I, 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 it's against the Bears, so I mean you'd think that they may be able to run a little bit, but I, I have a feeling that they're probably going to Double up on Benjamin, 
uh, stop the run and and make sure that Cam doesn't get around any points. The, the key is going to be Greg Olson for them because it's, the Bears are going to have to if they can shut him down, they're going to play a lot of zone defense, uh, which you know we don't like it here in Chicago. But with Cam Newton and, and him potential with the run, you're going to just force those horrible receivers to beat you. Shut, they're they're going to focus everything on Olson. Yeah. Last thing we'll say about the, that game and then move on to the next one is. Uh, I've never seen a Martellus Bennett in front of my eyes look that good as he did this week. That was probably that the was best game the ever. Best game ever. As a pro, best game ever. I mean, he was just open, doing it, making separation, using his big body. It was awesome. And on that side, Cutler, the only guy it looked like he was able to throw to all day was Bennett. And he looked that way in the first half of the San oh, Francisco wow. game. Yeah. And you know, and he showed up that way too in the New York game. Yeah. So, which I was at as well. Yep. He's looked good in person for, yep. for for this whole season. So he says he's concentrating more. Amen. Well, all and right. with all the injuries to the other guys, that's why he gets the attention right now from Cutler. I'm sure he's got a fire under his ass for being uh, suspended too. Yeah. Browns at Titans. Uh, we'll, we'll kind of breeze through this. Well, one. Let's, let's just say that the Titans' offense has been atrocious. Um, you you had Jake Locker, who was not able to start. So we had Charlie Whitehurst uh, sighting last week, uh, which you we know who else we had a sighting of last week? Was it Day. So you know. That's the whole thing where it's like, is, is Locker going to play? And even if Locker does play, it, it, they've really not been very effective. You see Kendall Wright. Here's a guy that I had pegged was going to make the big breakout. He had all the catches, the 92 catches last year, didn't have the yards per catch. He has the speed. And he's been exactly the same player, if not worse, this year because now defenses are paying attention to him. Uh, they've been completely ineffective in their offense. Uh, it looks like Locker probably is going to play this week. So maybe that helps him out, but that passing attack is, is just, it's lost. So where they're going to need to get help from is from the running game. And they're, I don't know what Ken Wisenhunt is doing there, to be honest with you. I'm a dog will help to enlighten when, when, on this one because I look at what they're doing with, with Bishop Sankey, and, and, and I don't get it. He was the most effective rusher. They didn't give him a carry for the second week in a row until the second half. Uh, Sean Green only had three carries on the game, so they're really not even establishing a running attack. And then when they finally give him the ball in the end, he does well. So I, I just I don't know what he's I don't, I don't know what he's, he's a doing. passer. He's this, an air attack guy. This whole bullshit thing about the footwork for Sankey. Yeah, what everybody, is that? Everybody knows it's bullshit. I've never heard of a coach make up this whole footwork thing with a running back. You know, I mean, I can maybe understand with a quarterback, maybe yeah. his foot, his feet aren't you know doing the right things, but. Not a running back. I mean, that's ridiculous. Um, they're just trying to bring him along slowly. It's basically what they're doing, and it's it's gonna break out soon. All right, uh, Sankey's way better than Green is. Uh, you could tell that every time you watch the game. You're like, wow, uh, this Green guy is, is mediocre at best. The second Sankey gets in there, you're like, oh, well, there's there's your running back. Why aren't you using him? It's gonna it's gonna have to happen sooner or later if Wisnet wants to keep that job. Right. So I mean I, I'll tell you right now if Sankey, if he's out there on the waiver wire because people dropped him, they're they're, they're frustrated with all his usage and everything. Within the next couple of weeks, he's the guy to grab for. You. Actually, if, if you have the the foresight, do it now because this week does have potential. If if they just decide to give him the ball, the Browns are giving up twenty nine point one points a game uh, so, yeah. to, to, to running backs, yeah. the second worst in the in the league. So if you know, all it takes is one, right? If he breaks a 60-yard run, has a Jerick McKinnon-type type day, 
all of a sudden, then everybody's all, all over him. So and grab, and, and now, I will tell you that foresight. Uh, the, the Titans will, I, I do believe that Locker will be back, as you were saying. Locker yeah. will be back for this game. It uh, won't be uh, uh, Charlie Whitehurst anymore. Uh, but they aren't going to be able to pass all that much. Um, the, 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 I don't want to say that Cleveland has a great pass defense, but they still do have Joe Hayden, who's played a little under the way that he normally plays. I think they took a good bye week for him to get back to his normal self. He's going to be locking down somebody, whether it's a, a Justin Hunter or I, I doubt I doubt it'll be uh, uh, the, the little guy uh, Kendall Wright. Right. But uh, e- either way, he's I been garbage see- since that first game. Yeah, well, in that first game, all he had was 46 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, it wasn't like he lit yeah. the world on fire. Yeah. It, I mean, that's yeah. my whole point. But he did have seven catches. <clears> they're not, they don't give him any of the patterns. The guy who has the potential for the longer plays, always in that offense, over the last two seasons, has been Delaney Walker. It's, yeah. it's not Kendall yeah. Wright. Yeah. Kendall Wright's never used vertically. Kendall Wright's used on, always on a slant pattern, always five yards out. Well, let's, let's, not, let's not... Dogmatica's uh, got these player rankings... Up for quarterbacks and quarterbacks running backs, backs right already, and we'll have he'll have tomorrow. Before or so. you guys are listening to the show, or while you're listening to the show, you'll see those other ones come up. Okay, uh, the show will be up tonight. So <laughs> yeah, uh, early um, morning. You know, unless but, you're up at five in the morning. Listen. They are. It's insane. Fucking a. Well, there's, there's like 300 listens within the first 20 minutes. Well, even, when refresh, post, even when I post, even when I posted it till. But that's, that's a, the reason why I say it is a game like this we're going to kind of cruise through because Dogmatica's rankings are up there, and that'll show you the way he feels about stuff, and they'll have write-ups about a bunch of the guys. So check that stuff out. We're going to cruise through a bunch of these games. This is one of them so that we can, uh, okay. can ask some questions. One, I'll say one yeah. thing on Cleveland. Uh, ben Tate will be back. Yeah. Um, he'll, he'll retain his starting job. Uh, I doubt he gets uh, – he'll get the majority of the carries, but he won't get all the carries. Um, if there was a split, I would say he probably gets sixty percent, and Crowell and West will split the other forty percent. It wouldn't shock me if Crowell got uh, more than West, uh, and Crowell wouldn't shock me if he maybe got a couple goal line carries or at least a couple this, series this is the by thing, himself. Right, this is the thing. This is where I think the return of of, uh, of Tate, as you said, it hurts West more than it hurts Crowell. I, but, I mean, does does it hurt Valverde? I don't think so. I don't think Never anything hurts Val. Nothing, nothing, nothing hurts Val. Nothing can hurt Val But again, Val Verde would lead this backfield whole, easily. Ben Tate and Crowell seem to be more of a similar type of running backs, but the fact is is that it's around the goal line and things like that. So those of you who are holding on to West, though, hold out on fate, though, if you're in a deep league and you, and you have to hold on to him, because Ben Tate is going to get hurt again. Absolutely. Easy. And West looked friggin' great. So I, I was actually just telling Stag Park the other day. He was asking me on the situation with Ben Tate and everything. He's like, uh, should, I, should I grab Ben Tate or is, it was another player, who uh, Trent Richardson, and because they're both out on the waiver wire, why they're both on the waiver wire, I have no idea. But I told him, listen, here, here's here's your dilemma. I'm telling you that Tate, how many? Uh, what do you think the percentage is that he actually starts or plays eight more games? I gave him about ten to fifteen percent on eight more games. On four more games, I gave him about 50 percent. He plays four more games. Two more games, I gave him about 75 to 80% chance of playing two more games the entire year. Go grab Trent Richardson over at Ben Tate. I know Ben Tate's better and he'll have the starting job when he's in there, but the chance he lasts four more games, 50%. That's it. I, I mean, Richardson is, they, they seem to keep giving him opportunities. It's, it's obvious. Yeah, yeah. No, Richardson's getting the opportunities. He's, he'll stay healthy all year. You might as well grab a Richardson over a take because he'll have the opportunities. He'll put up more points for you in the end. Not that he's good. 
but no, it's, yeah, it's not that he's good or anything. Like that. Okay. Brad just eventually getting hurt, which bums me out because I got him. <laughs> anyway, let's go. <cool. laughs> the other uh, one o'clock game is going to be the Rams at the Eagles. Um, let's start with the Rams. Is Sean Hill coming back yet? Uh, from what I hear, Sean Hill will make the start. Yeah, he'll start this week. Uh, that that that's what I'm hearing. Um, I you never really can tell with situations like this. Austin Davis actually played pretty well in his absence. I like the guys. Yeah, I, like I, the guys. I, I, th- I think they actually should go with an Austin Davis. Why would you go with a 34, 35-year-old perennial backup who didn't do much for you when he was in there? Yeah, uh, He got his ass kicked, as a matter of fact, so much so that he was knocked out of a couple of games. Uh, Austin <laughs> Davis threw the ball around pretty freaking well. Mm. Uh, I have no idea why they would actually put Sean Hill back in there, but it looks like he will start. Um, I would watch that. Uh, in case you play in a three-quarterback league where you're starting three quarterbacks and you need to start one of these two schmucks, uh, then, 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 yeah, uh, I would watch this situation. Houdini, I got a question for you. Yeah. Can you put Jared uh, Cook in your bitch lap piece just for what he did when he pushed uh, Austin out of the way after he dropped a touchdown pass from him? Sure. <laughs> I, I, I can do that for you. Okay. <laughs> uh, the, Hey, listen, I, well, I don't know. I, listen, I, getting back to the Rams real quick. Um, ram it, dog. Just ram it. All right, I'm going to ram it real quick. Uh, obviously, they, they just had a nice buy, so Zach Stacey will be well-rested. Uh, he, had a, he had a full week and a half, two, you know, two weeks to uh, think about how kind of mediocre he is as an as a actual player, and hopefully he's going to actually try and punch it a little bit to the to Eagles this week. The Eagles... Uh, don't do very well against the run, so it's possible that Stacy could have uh, have some Here's, points. But, out but there. the one thing about Stacy, I, I think that limits him a little bit in this, as far as his top end potential, is the fact that they're not giving him the the, the ton of carries that he was getting last year. No, it's he's only seen you're right. He's only seen 18 carries is the most that he's seen in any game, and last game was brought was the most effective for him uh, when he ran for 67 yards. Uh, he finally got over three, <laughs> over four yards of carry. But he still so he didn't did, get that many carries. No, it was twelve for sixty-seven. Yeah, but but, but that's what I'm saying. The big stat there was he averaged five point uh, six yards a carry against who? I I know the second worst or first worst defense in the entire league, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I, I, it's not it's not, not that Dal- impressive. Dallas Cowboys are uh, actually. They've done better. Their defense is really good. It was Rod Marino. Pull up the pyro power. Well, it's, it's, it's really they're, like 13th. they're like 13th or they're something. They just lost a couple more guys. I know they did. Yeah. I know they I did. mean, they were thin but, as it is. Those guys, but but those, guys were on, well, those guys were uh, defensive backs. You lost Claiborne. Claiborne and, knowing a linebacker. Uh, I can't remember which one. But one of the linebackers, one of their starting linebackers is now out too. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. it's Skandrick got was dinged up again too. Yeah, so. and so I'm... Listen, you're going to be able to do things against the Cowboys. I'm not I'm not worried about that. We'll talk about the Texans Cowboys later. But when it comes to uh, the, the Rams, I don't see them winning this game. The Eagles, are, I think, are going to be a little bit pissed. I see uh, McCoy having a really nice game in this one. I know that people are really down on him and, and not seeing what's going on. But here's what the big problem was with the Philly offense. Those offensive linemen, all of them being out. Now they've got back Johnson, I think it is. Uh, who was their the right tackle? So they could plug second him, pick overall, yeah, right? Plug him right back into that right tackle who was playing right tackle was normally their starting right guard. Put him back at right guard. So that right side of the defensive uh, of the offensive line will be God, just I fine. Hope you're right. Although 
that they're still hurting at the center and left guard position. I think both of those guys yeah. are going to be out for maybe the year or something like that. So they're going to have a little trouble there. But still, just getting back one starting right tackle, it's a big difference. It's huge, but that's also been the big reason why he's been so bad. The offensive line has been horrible. Mm-hmm. It, it, when we, it, it, this is kind of a pandemic around the league when you look at a couple teams. Oh, New, yeah. New England is another one, okay? Uh, just horrible offensive line. Now, what that does to the running back... McCoy is a guy that you try to get into open space, right? And and, and the simple fact of the matter is, is that um, he's not even when he's getting to the open space, he's not comfortable. He's not feeling where it's coming from because he's not trusting his linemen. So he's not he's hesitating, and that hesitation is is causing him not to hit, get get sure. to the hole, not to hit the big play, not to get down to the second level of the defense. I think that this is the week, though. Where it comes back into play, where he realizes what was going on that was that was wrong, and I, you know what, I, I'm not. And like I said, I, listen, a lot of people are worried about McCoy, and obviously he was taken first overall in most leagues. Right. Don't freak out. Don't sell him low at this point. That's a stupid, stupid, stupid move. The guy's still gonna kick some ass. Think about it this way: they're still in your regular season. We've we've played four weeks. There's still nine weeks left to go. Relax. Absolutely. But it, is insane. it is insane. The next time we talk to each other, there will be five games into the season. I know. Already. It's nuts. That's nuts. I know. But I will tell you who I am a slight bit worried about is Nick Foles. First of all, I don't think bad he's long a, ball. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he's as good as people. No, were, no, no, you no, know, no. As he was as as the points he put up last year. Second of all, that guy takes a fucking. He's taking a beating. He's not going to make it much longer if that offensive line doesn't protect him. I mean, he's he is. I, I got to give him kudos for making it through games. Yeah, everyone loves his toughness. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if I if I was if I had a spot on my bench and I was hurting at, at, at uh, quarterback right now, I would pick up Mark Sanchez immediately, immediately because I mean he'll come in and. I mean, listen, Sanchez, for as bad as everybody thought he was and everything, he's not that bad. No. He's actually a pretty decent quarterback. You throw him into they're that already system. Ca- they're already asking for him. Eric Bayless, buddy of mine, is a, who's an Eagles fan, he's like, I just rewatched the game. And he's like, Foles is not that good. And he's no, an he's Eagles not. Fan. Yeah, no, and Foles isn't that good. I'll tell you that I'm flat out. I mean, I, I can't wait to talk about the Patriots and how bad Tom Brady is right now. But he's he, both those guys look terrible. Keep your pants on, dog. Well, yeah, sorry, I, I was about to. He's got, he's got him. He's I want to talk about somebody that I know. Brady Pouncing. I want to talk about a guy that I've been thrilled about this year, Jeremy Macklin. Mac- Did you see the one-handed oh catch that he had? Holy cow! Holy cow! Yeah, this nice. guy is is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So. And everything that he's been doing now, too, he's, he, you, you can trust him week in, week out. He's getting a ton of targets. It's the benefit of this offense. It's, uh, and, and he's a playmaker, you know, plain and simple. He's well, been, I will tell he's you. Been, he's been ready for this moment. There's been a lot of setbacks in a career that a guy that was a mid-first rounder, a lot of talent, one of the best wide receivers the NCAA has ever seen. So there's been a lot of time where hopefully he can stay healthy. If so, we always knew he had the, he, he had the abilities and the, 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 you know, the mindset to be a great, great receiver in this oh, league. Oh, absolutely. And you, you know who this, um, this offensive line problem is affecting quite a bit are the tight ends. Hurts. Ertz and Selick. I mean, Selick has basically done nothing this year because he has to block every single play. Yeah, he dropped, he dropped the touchdown, I believe, this week. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, he has had a little bit of butterfingers. He didn't have a good week a couple weeks ago either. He, he made a, a terrible drop. Um, but Ertz is not being able to get out there 
and make some moves quick enough. You know, I mean, it's because there's so much pressure on uh, Foles that he, uh, Foles doesn't have the time to be able to wait for Ertz to get out there. Uh, it, when, it come, when it comes down to it, in a game like this, listen, the Rams are going to be trying to put a ton of pressure on Foles, and I think that the Eagles are going to try and pick it up and uh, make a, just do play after play like, like they were supposed to do, make a ton of plays real quick, and that's going to help out because the Rams will get tired real quick because they're going to try and put pressure. Look for a second-half explosion from the Eagles this week. Load letter? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> nice. I love it. Well, here's one thing I'll do. I'm going to do a little pyro promo. Hey, last week on the podcast, I told you about how we edited it down so we don't have two versions of our podcast up on iTunes. A lot of you went and did posted something and gave us a nice review. Uh, appreciate that. Please help us grow. If you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you're, you're joining us along this journey on a regular basis and you haven't done so yet, go to iTunes and check it out and give us a review. Give it, if, if you hate us, still give us a review. If you love us, tell, tell people why. Tell people why you're listening on a regular basis. What are we, what are we doing differently? And just help us grow. Uh, I promise you, it won't be some other guy in your league that's by chance going to come across and see it. But when people go and when these different directories and search engines are looking for helping to tout us and give us more credit, it's based a lot. And I, I, I just learned all this earlier as we're learning more about podcasting and trying to grow this thing. It's a lot about the reviews you get on iTunes. So please head over there. We really appreciate it. And just tell uh, tell people what you think about our show. And uh, that'd be great. So, yeah, you, you know why? Because what if we're still doing this when we're 50? It would be nice to have that kind of jump security. We're going to still be with you if we are still doing this with a 50. Hopefully we are doing it 60. But hopefully by then we're a household name. And the only way that's going to happen is if you guys help us get the word out. Again, not from your league. We understand it. But tell your sister. Tell your friends. Tell them to tell their friends. Let's do this. All right. Tell your friend that has a dog that the dog has a Facebook page. Have the dog comment on us. Absolutely. Wiggles. (laughs) (laughs) Falcons. Uh, At... New York Giants, amazing. How about the resurgent Giants? They're peaks and valleys. It's going to be all crazy with that. Both teams here. It will be. It will be peaks and valleys for the Giants. Um, But I like them in this game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Atlanta's defense obviously can still be run all over and passed all over. I expect Eli to do exactly what he did last week against uh, the Redskins. He's going to pass all over them. Uh, that, That Atlanta defense... They can't. They can't stop a freaking thing they're, out there. They're really. In they're really bad. Trouble. Yeah, they're 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 really bad. Ruben Randall. Um, he's the real deal. Uh, that that was a touchdown, by the way, last Thursday night. Uh, I don't know why the refs haven't come out and said that they were wrong on that because there's right. been a lot of other uh, calls that they said they were wrong last night. They said there was a call that they made wrong or, or for, from Sunday Sunday. I'm night. glad it didn't matter because uh, it mattered to me. My horrible fantasy week. Well, mine where I went one and five this week. The one that I won, I did start Ruben Randall. So, <laughs> how did it, how did it affect, how did it affect you? you? Well, I didn't just to you didn't get those points. points. No, I won the one the week. Um, I, I had the second most points in the in the league, and it would have given me another twelve more points, but I think I lost by thirty, even though I had the second most points. Oh in the my league. god! Yeah, the guy was fine. like I said, yeah. every receiver scored a touchdown. Some of them scored two. Uh, but either way, is there an echo in here? 
Yeah, it is. <laughs> hey, I'm, all, I'm also going to mention just to boost my ego a tiny bit. Please do. A, a tiny bit. Adrian Peterson on my team, out, obviously gone. I had Monty Ball on by. I had Ber- uh, Giovanni Bernard on by. And I had Michael Floyd on by. And I still had the second most points in the league. Well, let, let, me, let me let you feel good about yourself. And- oh, and remember, next Friday is Hawaiian Shirt Day. Uh, see, that's what So, you know, if you want to, go ahead and uh, wear a Hawaiian shirt and jeans. I, there I, you go. I plan on it. Summer loving. We still got it. We, we always podcast next every week, podcast. It's that's Hawaiian. what we're wearing. Yeah. Love I'll it. Be, I'll be here. Giants. So uh, Eli, of course, uh, I feel bad uh, to Stephen Kersick, uh, Kirk Hicks. Um, he had asked on Thursday. Eli's on the waiver wire. I'm thinking about pouncing on him. Should I pay or should I wait and see uh, Brady and see what happens? Uh, I'm like. Brady on Monday night, but I, I wasn't even thinking because usually I like to watch my QBs on Thursday too. So if I'd remembered they were on Thursday, even though it was tonight and he said it, ah, I felt really bad for the guy though. I've given a lot of advice to people that it's not always right. But this one I really felt bad. When the guy throws his fourth touchdown oh, I know. after he had just run one in. <laughs> And I, and basically my advice. Usually I'm good at being a, you know throwing out both sides of it and giving more of the information than giving a, a line in the sand. This one I'm like I'd stick with Brady on Monday night. By halftime it's like oh god this hurts. I'm like I'm sorry I'm sorry but I felt real real bad man. You know what I, I'm going to say this right now. Um, I got to give kudos to, to to both of you guys that uh, it is the toughest thing in fantasy football to do. To answer a specific one-to-one question, this guy or this guy, uh, give me. You give four guys. Which two should I play? Those are the toughest questions in the world to answer. I do the rankings, and I have no problem doing the rankings. And I'll, I'll toot my horn. I'm pretty good at it. But when it comes to questions that are specific, one-on-one, when I got those two guys ranked right next to each other, I could say, hey, I mean, in the end, they may be right next to each other again or right around each other, and I can, you know, do very well in the rankings regardless. But when it comes to one-on-one questions like that, one guy may do a tiny bit better than the other one, and I... I think they're so close. I don't know which one to actually say. But something like an Eli Manning. But that's a, a that's Brady, advice. That's but a it's like one. another three points. And you're like, all right, you know, hey, I went. And a lot of people, I think a lot of people respect us enough to know, hey, you know, we're not, we're not, this isn't a premonition we just had. It's not like we're, you know, I, this is what's going to happen. We're not the Nostradamus of fantasy football. We give you the information. We know a lot. We have a lot of great strategies and approaches to it. That's why you love us. We'll talk you through it and all that stuff. We do not know, and we do not all win championships every year in every league we're in. It just doesn't work that way. There's a lot of luck to it. There's a lot of surprising moments that happen in fantasy. I actually just so, my baseball championship last week. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, what I, what I, what I want to say to that is we are answering those, and I'll, I'll say something a little more, but a lot of times one of the first things I look at you know, is the schedule, is the Pyro Power Rankings. Obviously, your player rankings and other information that we're all giving. Your pickups. It's like, oh, should I pick up this guy? A lot of the questions are like, who we should pick up? So it's awesome that you guys just keep focusing on your pieces because they're the backbone that help us me, you, and uh, Stags, and you when you jump on there too, the decisions we make. And And as long as that's sound, and we're working hard on all that stuff, we're going to give people the right information to make the best decisions. It ain't always going to be right. And understand this, when you're looking at the pickups piece, for example, 
read it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't just look at the names and be like, oh, these are the guys I need to pick up. I'm telling you on some of them, here's a guy that other people are going to be going after because they're going to be the high talk of the waiver wire, but you should avoid this guy. <laughs> so And on the flip side He's of still that, on the list, though, because he's, he's going to be a top, top prospect out there. On that piece, we've shown... Until this week where I'm putting links, because now there's a lot of guys. But we've shown guys that we've talked about week one, week two, week three. Now it's week four. Now we're on, you know, we're about to, we're going to be on week five soon. So if you haven't read, go back and read the previous ones. Because there's still guys from previous. I mean, we had Larry Donald week one. Yeah. He, he had like, he didn't have that great of a game. He, you know, he, we were saying, this guy is, is the tight end on this team. Grab him. Yeah. And, and, and so just read all those ones and... Amen. The one thing I'll say is the hardest about questions, and if you're out there and you ask us a lot of questions, just know it's very difficult when you ask for flex <laughs> across three positions or you're asking about, like, start my lineup for me. Uh, we want to do all that stuff, but just know that's, that's hard to ask because there are so many guys that, one, we differ in opinion on, but, you know, you have heart guys that are on your team that you're willfully wanting to, uh, you know, do well. Sure. So I've, I've made that mistake a few times with Brandon Cooks. It's like, I thought Cooks was going to blow up in this Dallas Cowboys game. I thought he was going to have For sure. a, I thought he was gonna have a 60-yard touchdown. They were just going to get a 10 pass, and they were going to say, you're going to have your fun today. Uh, didn't happen. I guess it was wishful thinking. So, anyway, you guys are smart enough to know. We're not fucking uh, Nostradamus here. Keep asking us the questions, but take our information all around and use it for your own. Make these teams yourself, and I'm telling you, the luck factor, the karma factor, and it's luck. Luck. There's a lot of luck in winning the championship. We'll be on your side if you're not just taking our rankings and making that your decision. Make your own decision. Find guys you love. Put them on your team. That's the way you win championships. We are here to help you, but we're also here to teach you how to be better fantasy owners. How to make better decisions. How to make more qualified decisions. Use the knowledge we give you. That's it. why you read what uh, who read. you're saying. We're the ones that write about this. Read, yeah. I mean, you can have a fantasy what, pros list about. of our That's rankings. It. And by the way, I'm definitely not fucking Nostradamus. Uh, sorry, <laughs> no, I liked it. I liked it when you said freaking earlier. Yeah. But no, you're close to it, dog. And you're, I can yeah. tell you're having Jack a great. Is next on my list, though. Yeah. That's a that's a bucket list, guys. Or <laughs> building on fire. That is hilarious. <laughs> well, let's tell you. I can tell you one thing. Our favorite player is doing it again, and uh, Julio Jones mm-hmm. leads the league in yards, right? Is he lead? Is he number one in fantasy points, or is that at this point Antonio? Oh, that's Antonio. Antonio. Brown. But Julio's having a great season, uh, and in this game, you know, kind of go through dogmatic and just take us a little bit through this Falcons game, and then let's move on to the next one. Well, I mean, the Giants are actually pretty darn good at defense too. Strangely, uh, they have a, a pretty good defensive backfield, and they've been stopping the run pretty well. I think they've given up four passing touchdowns and only. And uh, to have maybe seven interceptions. Uh, that, that's kind of off the top of my head. But um, I, I, they're actually pretty darn good. Will they be able to guard somebody like Julio Jones? No. But I would expect a whole hell of a lot out of the rest of everybody. Uh, Matt Ryan isn't normally that incredible on the road lately. He used to be when, uh, when he was younger. He had a little nerves around, uh, around the home field. But now he's, he's a stud at home. And he's not all that great on the road. Stud, I'm talking about, he used to win every game at home. But it used to be half running attack, half passing attack. He didn't have to. He wasn't asked to do that much. Now the running attack isn't all that great. 
You know, you have an old Steven Jackson who I don't think is going to be able to do that much against this this uh, Giants. Let me bring seven. up a guy here that uh, that's on waiver wire for like Anton Antone Smith. Smith. Okay, he had the one big run in that game, right? Now, and I think the game before. Yeah, and I think he's going to get three games before that. But he's not getting a ton of opportunities. No, he's is, not. Is the problem? I think he will, though. I agree. So this is another guy that it's it's again have the foresight on and and look at him and say, all right, well you know I, it's not that you're going to sometimes when you when you're working the waiver wire this is exactly what, what you're talking about and I think this is a perfect example of it. You need to find the guy two to three weeks before he gets all the opportunities. So you yeah. need to kind of read the writing on the wall, check the tea leaves. It's telling you, look, Stephen Jackson's been ineffective. Okay, uh, the rookie who they're giving all the carries to has not busted any uh, any big plays. Devonta Freeman. No. So you're not seeing any of those splash plays. You're seeing them out of Antone. So this is the guy that eventually is going to this. It, it's what it's, as I have always said back to our podcast in 2011. It's the eye test. What am I seeing when I'm watching the guy play? Looking at Antone Smith, how big would you think he is? Like a bell, Bernie. Hey, that's that's big. pretty big. How big would you think he is? Uh, five eight two twenty. I don't know. Five ten one ninety two. Woo! He's like Jamal Charles. He looks big. He looks husky. He looks, looks fast. MJD and he is. He was a sprinter. He was a. He was. He was a track I mean, star. I actually. like those track guys. Yeah, he's a track guy. Strangely, but he was a five ten one ninety two. He looks a lot bigger. Because he runs there. inside. Yeah, and he he can run inside. And he can pop it outside real quick. He's one of those guys I do believe it's good because I think Atlanta is back on the train. Like I think we can really win. He's one of those guys that you want to get involved because he's doing something every Making fucking plays, time right? he gets that ball. Let's wrap this game up with uh, Ryan. You like Ryan this week, dog? With so, your so so so. Uh, I, I I wouldn't put him in Roddy in top ten. I wouldn't put Ryan in there. Um, Roddy, I, you like I, him? you got to like your Julio Jones. He's got the size and the strength to be able to beat those outside. Uh, uh, d- defensive backs, uh, Akamura, and, and I'll give you a reason why you probably should worry a little bit. JPP, yeah, going to be all over him. Agreed. Uh, it, I think I, I all over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ryan's going to have some trouble. He's going to have to get rid of that ball a little bit quicker, uh, which means he's going to be throwing it up to Julio Jones, getting that ball uh, coming down with it. You could see Hester uh, on the line, all of them on the line. Shocked me if Toilo got a couple of uh, jump offs. Huh? Yeah, yeah, Jeez, yeah man, was awesome. Where was this for all the years in Chicago? It was unhappy. We didn't use him right. I'm glad. For, I'm happy for. Oh, him. I mean, well, D- Douglas was hurt. With Douglas being out, obviously Hester's being used. Um, and then the previous week, uh, Roddy Wright was out, so Hester was being used. So they're both back healthy. Hester goes back to the fourth receiver. Ain't gonna do shit. Don't jump all over his jock just because. Oh, I agree. He's don't. Yeah, I just have for him. I guess more on that return. Me too. But okay, uh, let's answer that question on Facebook uh, that we we had uh, you had mentioned. Oh, because we're in that going that. Yeah, Yeah, we're gonna close. So all right, so can you guys address the Pierre Thomas situation? Who who asked this question? This is uh, Neil Schwari. Uh, you know, what a disaster. So underused. Brad Sinak had uh, the same question. Well, I, yeah. I, I, let's get, yes. yeah. What's the question? <laughs> no, that was the question. Say, just, what, what's what's the situation Pierre. with Pierre Thomas? You know, is Pierre, you know, the other guy, Brad Sanek, is asking, do you guys have any idea of what happened to Pierre Thomas? He was, you know, number 14 on the rankings. And then all of a sudden, I was watching the game too. And I'm like, 
where is he? Where, why is Cadet out there making all the plays? I'm like, is Pierre Thomas hurt? And then Pierre Thomas came back in later. So He's not hurt. What's He's not hurt. It's just a, it's a clusterfuck, as usual. I have no idea what Pierre did to Peyton's wife. <laughs> but he obviously did something to Something. Him. It's because, I mean, the guy is not being used correctly. He is dynamic. He can still run. I don't know, maybe age is catching up to him. They're seeing something that we're not seeing. But Pierre Thomas is a great player that is not being used correctly. And I don't see him being used correctly for a while. Maybe they're trying to save him. Does this team really miss Sproles? Are they not using Pierre well enough? Do they have? Do they not have a it's dynamic uh, uh, force out of the backfield? Well, what, what's what's their problem? They're they're in disarray altogether. Mm-hmm. The Sproles part is not about Pierre. Pierre was never supposed to take over the Sproles role. That's Brandon Cooks. Yeah. So <clears throat> part of it is is we you, you know they need him to develop faster and understand have a better but. It's, you can't. As a rookie, you're not going to have the knowledge of what Darren Sproles has been in the league for seven, eight years. It understands about offense and where to be and, and how to exploit it. Uh, and then you have the other problem. They've been on, I don't know, Drew Brees has looked horrible so far. He has not looked very good. No, I this agree. It's, and, and he's not getting any help either from any of uh, any, from, from Jimmy Graham. How many times do you see in Jimmy Graham where he's actually got a pass He's hitting them 12 to 15 yards and going off of Jimmy's oh, hands. Man, now, yeah. again, Breeze is throwing the ball a little bit high, but Jimmy's got to make those catches. And he normally would. i, I got to tell you one other thing that really can't be overlooked at all, um, especially, I mean, it was proven with the Giants' offense. Um, the Saints were switching to a more run-heavy offense this year, and we talked about it all offseason. Um, I did not feel like Breeze would be the same because of it, uh, getting rid of guys that he's used to having around, like a Lance Moore, yeah, uh, or even like a you know like a Meacham or a, I mean Meacham as is on the team, but he's not even being used. Um, no, and when he was guy, used, he was he, he was the guy that he was targeting when he got intercepted as well. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean Breeze is used to certain players being around Sproles. You know, I mean it, and I mean even Ingram being gone for a little bit right now. When you're switching to a run-heavy system, all of a sudden your Ingram's gone, who was doing so well. That switches things up a little bit too. Uh, it, it, there was a lot of change in the offensive side of the ball, not just personnel-wise, but in scheme-wise. And it's going to take its it, its effect, and it obviously has for the first four weeks. Would I be scared about starting Drew Brees any week? No, I would not be scared about starting any any week, especially at home. He right. has trouble away. And it's always been proven that he's had trouble away, away from the dome at home. Uh, but he loves playing at home and well, against Tampa Bay. That's the they, thing. Yeah, this it's last a division four team that he's familiar with. Exactly. This is a team where in the last four games he's played Tampa Bay, in three, all four of them he threw for over 300 yards. In three of them he threw for four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you're going to be happy in this game if you're using a Drew Brees. Uh, I mean, do I think he's going to have? Over 300 yards and four touchdowns? No. But I do believe we'll have over 300 yards, and I could see three touchdowns. Uh, he's going to have a great week for you. Um, I do believe that uh, Kenny, Stills is, uh, Kenny Stills was also injured a little bit and is just starting to get, get back into the swing of things. He had two catches for 62 yards last week. Um, obviously, Breeze knows that guy needs to be used more. He's a high, uh, 
catch probability every time you throw it to him. He had only well, one you saw, drop you saw, And you saw him starting to get more targets last week. Yes. So this is, again, another another guy that probably... Well, actually, well, he actually only had, I think, two targets two. and two catches last week. Right. It was for 62 yards, though. Right. But you see somebody like that who was a high, tar- uh, a high catch probability last year. He's going to be that again this year. They're going to start using him a, a little bit better. Um, he was also I, hurt, you know, a couple of exactly. Weeks. So this is yeah, thing. he's working, he's he's working his way forward. back in. Yeah, yeah. I, I, against his Tampa Bay defense, I'll tell you this right now: it's not that easy to run against them. They do have a good rush D. That people have, I think they have the most rushes against. It's like a hundred and thirteen or hundred twenty something rushes against already, but they've only given up three hundred ninety-nine yards. Or something like that. It's under four yards of rush. You can't rush against them very much. People are running out the clock, which is why it's so many uh, rushes against them. But it's a, it's a very low yard. They're the worst team in the league at defending wide receivers. And they are. The, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know who the best team in the throw. league is at Newsfeeds? It's Val Verde. They're going to pass until they get a huge lead. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a 28-point lead, and then they're going to run the ball. But Breeze will get you there. And then they'll run the ball. I wouldn't expect a ton out of Kerry Robinson. He might get a goal line touchdown or something like that. Get Jimmy Graham in your game. Get Stills in your game this week. I'm I'm telling you right now, Stills is going to be a factor in this game. Cooks is going to be a factor. Um, it would it would uh, Colson's going to be is, a factor. This is uh, here's what you're saying, and, and you're 100 percent right. This is the, if what you're saying is right. Then my team's going to be great this week. Breeze right. and I'm on I'm one of the Jimmy Graham owners that everyone should be. You know, it's a little bit disconcerting what he's been doing, but this is a get well game, and this is also for the season. Okay, both these teams are one and three. Loser, you're done. I'm sorry, one and four. You're not. You're not crawling your way back. Yeah. And and I think New Orleans has the pedigree to understand this better than uh, Tampa Bay does. Oh, absolutely. And being at home, this is one of the ones where it's like, I think part of the other reason too, if we want to, to go back to that whole Pierre Thomas situation, I think the fact that they've been struggling so much, and I think that they were struggling early in that game, was why Peyton's just like, I want someone else going to make a play. Is someone going to come in here and make a play? And he's letting everyone out there. Yeah. And Cadet made plays. So I'm not going to be surprised if he starts to uh, catch six balls for like 50. Yeah, I'm not going to be surprised if he vultures some some uh, touches now going well, forward. I'm not I'm either. not loving a Peter uh, Pierre right now. No, I'm, I'm not. not I'm not a good time. Risky too. play. All right, let's talk. You guys talk about the Buccaneers real quick. Buccaneers, quickly. they're going to throw the ball. Mike Evans. That, he's hurt. Out. Hurt. That hurts. Yeah. That hurts. Lewis Murphy six. comes back to the fantasy Lewis, world. Uh, two, two to four. Two to four? Two to four. Who comes back to the fantasy world? Lewis Murphy. Murphy. Yeah, Lewis Murphy. <laughs> he uh, led the team in targets. It. Awesome. I wasn't depending on it. But he's, like the Nate Wa- he's like the Nate Washington or like Tequan Underwood. Of, well, of, he, of, no, of one of his players. biggest problems is he keeps, he's always gotten hurt. Right. He keeps getting hurt. He's, getting, he's a great talent. He's a well, lot he better talent. He was on Oakland. He think. actually had a, uh, about a three-game stretch that was really ridiculous. He's been, yeah. on, he's been on a third of the teams in the league. Well, they let go of Chris Wusu. Who was uh, I thought was going to be the next coming in that in that slot position for him, but they actually just let him go, and it's going to be the Lewis Murphy show over the middle there. So uh, Murphy will get his targets, and it seems like Glennon likes him. So hey, it's going to be Vincent Jackson. You told you and, well, here's why you talked about it earlier. Here's the syndrome of the guy who's who's the guy he's been throwing to in the practice. Glenn, yeah, yeah, exactly. But throw to Lewis Murphy. Yeah. Feels comfortable there. Yeah, I mean, it, it just, it's just yeah. timing. Wide receiver, quarterback, right. real important. They've been working together. All right, Doug, Martin, to... Doug Martin's game will be decent. I mean, New Orleans gives up a shitload against the run. So I, it wouldn't shock me if. To, 
Listen, Tampa Bay's going to want to slow it down a little bit. They don't want New Orleans to beat them 70 to zip. They'd rather it be 35 to zip. So Cool. Let's move on to the Texans at the Cowboys. Let's breeze through this one a little bit. The Cowboys obviously having a bounce back season. You know, they well, they put a nice show on, on on Sunday night for what I watched. I, about the fourth quarter, I was really you're passing done, out. You're done, huh? <laughs> <laughs> You saw nothing. No, I did. I saw a little bit. Here's what you need to know is that their offensive line is just creating huge holes for DeMarco Murray. Absolutely. Murray is a beast right now. And and, and I tell you what, I've been the guy that has never wanted to be a believer. And because I kept thinking that this guy's going to be injury prone and all that. I I think he was earlier, but I think he's finally getting past that. If he can go another two, three weeks and and feel feeling good, I feel would feel good for the rest of the season. Absolutely, right stag yeah. party right now. It's like <laughs> no kidding. Uh, Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait a week eight or nine. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens when he gets undercut one time and he's gone for the season. But, but I, I, I do I, love I, him right now. Well, yeah. but, the, but the thing is, is what it's Tony Romo, right? So has Romo really been all that fantastic for everyone in fantasy? No, not at all. You know, so I mean, it was a good week last week, right? Uh, but what, it wasn't outstanding by any means. But yeah. it was it was a good week for him. Um, he still can't throw that long ball. He has trouble with that back. You can see it every time he throws it. You can see it. It's just not the same. Uh, it, we'll get into another quarterback who's having trouble with the long ball later. But uh, but but well, well mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dog having a good time. I just took out minor pants. It wasn't just my pants. It was minor pants. <laughs> No, he didn't. Thank God. But that is friggin' hilarious. Uh, so, uh, anyway. uh, listen, R- Romo. Like I said, I, and I have said it before, when the guy's in, if he stays healthy the whole year, he can be a top ten quarterback. But I don't see him staying in for the rest of the season. Uh, he is having trouble with that long ball. That back does bother him. You could tell they're giving him days off during practice because it does hurt him. Um, just, just moving as much as you had. Having a, the torque that you use in your back to throw a long ball like that, um, it takes a lot more toll than you think. But you know what, though? And, and the person who that's really hurting right now is Dez. Yeah. Because Dez, is, he's not that tall of a receiver. You know, like everyone, he's not, he's not a 6'5". He's like a 6'6". Six, 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 right, but he's not a 6'5". He's not, he's not, this, yeah. this Vincent Jackson, you know. He's an athletic as hell 6'2". He makes, he makes, when he, when you see his touchdown catches, you know, when they, when they, in the end zone, when they, when they throw the fade patterns all the time, his are more athletic type grabs. Mm-hmm. They're not just like, you know, the guy who just picks it and, yeah. and, and sets it up. Oh, yeah. The guy, though, on this team who had the two touchdowns in this game, who is and he and he did and he did it for about I think it was I like five out of six weeks last year. Uh, he had a touchdown in five yeah. out of six weeks. Oh, touchdown! Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Terrence Williams. He's has a propensity. He just he just has a knack for the ball. He's taller. He just he's he's got the more like he seems like he's got longer arms. He's just got better range in he that regard. Long, yeah, and and he's able to to extend that radius that makes him just a, a much more favorable target. And he's right working now. against number two. That's points. the other thing, right? So. Yeah, but how scared are you with that guy in your starting lineup? In my starting lineup, uh, actually, you you don't get points. He's on your bench. Like a guy like that, you're playing him. It's not easy for us to talk right now after it was a nice game and was one. He wasn't my starting lineup last week, but but uh, I still lost so. Well, you, you, he was because of all those buys. That's correct. And you got, so you got correct. lucky. I didn't you know, yes, but if you had, a, if you had all, even half those guys not on buys, well, he might throw no because it's a 16 team league. And you're right. In a 12 team and a 10 team league, no, he's not going to start for you. 12 team league with buys, 
you know what? Maybe if, if, if you need like a flex type spot, but it's one of these things that, again, uh, I think it's more you got to look at matchup. Texans. Texans have a pretty good defense. Well, before you go to Texans, but I'm with you. I love your segues. Uh, Witten, is that worth anything? Witten had a great game last game. You know, I mean, he's starting to be first. used a little bit more. His yeah. first good game. Yeah. You know, his first really good game. Um, but you can tell that he's old. You can tell that he's not what he was. Uh, he'll catch well, that's some it. passes. That's all we need to know. That's all I need to know. Yeah, well, at least your name is Michael Bolton. You know, there's nothing wrong with that name. There was nothing wrong with it. Until I was about 12 years old, and that no-talent ass clown became famous and started winning Grammys. Why don't you just uh, go by Mike instead of Michael? No way. Why should I change? He's the one who sucks. <laughs> Sorry, Witten. That's where ass clown's from? <laughs> Is that where ass clowns from? Because I, I, I hear that a lot. I've been using ass clowns since I was five. Really? Oh yeah. You saw a poltergeist and you were like, "I'm not scared. That's just an ass clown." Fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> but me, on the other hand, that clown scared the fucking shit out of me. Oh, oh man, yeah. that was that was rough. Oh. I had a little. I had like a little like. Well, what year did they come out? Eighty two. Yeah, it's probably 80. So yeah, I'm, like, I'm like I'm like six, eight years old or whatever. I had like a little clown that was like uh, with like like styrofoam balls and I had like the garbage. Yeah. I'm like in the closet. What, uh, See you later. In the closet. closet. My parents would let me throw it away. Oh dude, I would burn it. I would burn it and be like, yeah, sorry, mom and dad, you want me to go to the closet? It was in a box in the closet. It was in a box in the closet. No wonder you need me to I know, I know. Oh my god. You open up that box, you freak out me. I can't even, isn't that the way the whole thing started in the movie? No, no, no. It's asking on, me to walk said, into your car the, after the podcast. In the movie, it was at Jesus. the end of his bed. It was at the end of his bed yeah, in the movie. And he tried to throw the, the, the thing over. Okay, and I'm, thinking, also of, giant I'm thinking of 150 other movies yeah, where right. you put the doll, the, the, the creep, the whatever, the little stuffed animal that'll come to life and kill you in the, in the closet. Oh, my God. That is good stuff. All right, uh, Texans. Sorry, dog. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just uh, noticed that Witten had a good game. And wanted to see Texans have a pretty good defense. Uh, is it awesome? No. Um, but I mean, they're not going to put you in a closet. That. That's good. Uh, are the Cowboys going to kick ass? Will they have been? No. Uh, I think the Texans have a good enough defense to be able to keep them in check. Um, I don't think Romo's going to have an incredible game. I, Murray, I think, will. I think Murray will still be running the shit out of the ball. That offensive line, like you were saying, has been kicking ass. Um, offensive side of the ball, it's still Fitzpatrick. You're not going to get a whole hell of a lot. Uh, Andre uh, hurt himself a little bit last week. DeAndre Hopkins has been kicking ass and getting touchdowns every freaking week. That guy's been pretty insane yeah. lately, actually. Yeah. And, and he's still, still available in a lot, a lot of waiver wires. ridiculous. He's, away, he's available in two leagues that I'm in. Looking at the waiver wow, How that's possible, I have no I idea. One of the he's got like you six put a talent like that bench. working against a number two corner, it's a it's an automatic. I mean, holy cow, is that guy? An he was automatic. a first rounder last year. Had some two awesome weeks that early in the season they were like, oh now, my god, this guy's crazy. It could, for you specifically, D Rex, I'm sure, and I'm sure a lot of other people are wondering about an area. For yes, us. my anxiety what the freak is going on with this guy. Um, he's still <laughs> injured. Yeah, I, I hate to, I hate to tell you, and I don't see him getting right until he actually sits out for two or three weeks and does nothing. And even then, I don't predict that he'll be back full strength. Um, you got what you got out of him, and I hate to say it, he's just one of those guys that when something goes wrong a little bit, it's going to linger. And when it lingers for a guy like that, like I was saying earlier, we were talking about the 4-6 split speed, that's what he had to begin with. 
That's what foster speed is to begin with. Is four six sports. You're making my. You're making the write up I did for him sound really good right now. <laughs> good, good. You guys are. You guys are. Uh, He's not showing the burst or big playability since the hamstring injury. Yeah, I mean, uh, listen, it, he, it's him and Alfred Blue. And That's I, the other problem. Yeah, yeah. and Alfred carries. Blue is Alfred Blue. To be quite honest, is an identical match to Foster in every aspect. They both came from SEC schools. They both had four six splits. They both had to uh, uh, wait off their senior years because they had somebody else running in front of them. They both got drafted late or not drafted. The exact same type of guy. And mm, yeah, mm, yeah, pretty much. Uh, um, yeah. All right. Well, let's let's move on. One thing I will say is, any of you guys that listen to. Our pickups piece from week two, and I think we did we did it in, again in week three to pick up JJ Watt. If you had him in your lineup as your tight end, he scored you six points this week. <laughs> Although it was a defensive <laughs> touchdown this week. No, but you own him. You score the two. You so, score the two six touchdowns. You got two touchdowns He's, this year. There you go. So there's your guy. Yeah, so absolutely. see, we're not steering you wrong when we say stuff like this. All right. Uh, <laughs> I think he scored points than McCoy. Oh, he does. Oh, he's got it. That's insane. It's insane. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go to the next game. Bills at Lions. Obviously, big news. Orton, neckbeard in. The man who likes his uh, Jack Daniels and retired to go to Jack Daniels and then came back to go to Buffalo is starting. And you guys just think, I know you, dog, you think that. Um, uh, the, the quarterback, uh, what's, I'm spacing his name. DJ Emmanuel? Emmanuel, sorry. I was going to call him, I kept on and called him Manning. Uh, Manuel, you think he's just not a pro quarterback? You think he's done? And you like what you think that Orton's going to be able to bring to the table from a fantasy perspective to a whole slew of guys in that team, correct? Well, w- when Orton goes Improvement. down to the girl, she gets itchy. Not him. Okay, and, you know, and it, that that beard is phenomenal, and it's going to work magic for Buffalo. All right, I, th- th- this guy is a good, accurate passer. Houdini, who gets, he's just saying that because me and Houdini have beards. He, he's a quick. He's very quick in in decisiveness. He can actually get the ball out of his hands really quickly. Get it to a receiver. Watkins is going to uh, explode with this guy. Watkins can doesn't have to run deep, and he's not a run deep type of guy. He runs great patterns, and he can catch the damn ball. And he's gonna make moves on his own to get those touchdowns. It's gonna be a happy story with Orton leading him instead of making uh, Watkins dive or reach back across his body. It's gonna be right in his hands, right there in those quick, uh, you know, quick hitches. The uh, crossing patterns, shit like that, it's going to be awesome for Watkins. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I think Woods is going to actually be very good with this, too. Um, they have a couple of guys who can go deep. I think Mike Williams will still probably hit some deep routes for him. Um, uh, Chandler, who knows about that. But I think that C.J. Spiller is actually going to uh, take advantage of this as well. You know, he's a check-down Charlie type of guy. If he sees that those first two quick guys aren't open in front of him, he's going to check it off real quick to CJ coming out of the backfield. He'll be able to work in space like he should. Uh, this offense is going to be a lot smoother with an Orton back there. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Yeah. All right, so here's where I'm going to disagree with you on. Okay. So... Uh, it, it just as far as this week goes against the Lions, 
where I see Orton and where I, you know, I, I think it's going to be the, the way that they want, what they want in Buffalo. They, they win with defense. They have a good defense there. Great defense. Okay, they yeah. get after people with that defense. And I think when the reason why they want to play Orton. one question? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm dropped. I get, was able to pick up Cincinnati defense because someone dropped them for the bye wow. week. I'm yeah. dropping the Bills defense. I had the Bills good defense. defense too. What? Do I keep them both? Because I could drop somebody else. But I have Cincy now ready to go for the rest of the season. I'm like, am I really going to – it's not like a player. I can I can run – who do I run with? The, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but who's, who do I run with the rest of the season out of those two defenses? Okay. Here's, here's the one thing I'll line. tell you because the other thing, too, is that – Waiver wires tonight at the, one. The, the division that the Bills are in is pathetic right now. Yeah. The AFC East sucks. So, you know, there's not a lot of threats there. And who do they match up against? Who's their uh, conference that they're playing Ooh, across? Uh, it's uh, – Buffalo's conference? Yeah. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, oh, they're, they're, the they're playing the Bears. Yeah. They're playing the Bears conference. So uh, that's not that's not uh, that's Buffalo. Yeah. So they're mm. playing the uh, the NFC. Uh, okay, I'll I'll drop somebody else. I was holding on to a couple. I mean, so let me go back I, to my. I like I'll hold on to both of them. I'll hold on to both of them. Well, because someone may want to trade you for one of them because they're going to yeah. both be top five defenses potentially. So yeah. Yeah. here's what I was going to say. My disagreement. Where you talk about how great it could be for Sammy Watkins. I, I don't know. I don't know because I think, that, again, the way that I'm envisioning what they're seeing in Orton is when Orton came in and led the Bears to that like 11-5 and season, he was basically lost, like what was it, one game, I think, on the, on the whole year? Yeah, it was like 10-1. It, it, but it was very unspectacular. It wasn't asking him to do anything. He was a game manager, and he managed a smart game. I think they're going to lean on the running game. I think they're going to... Let him do what he can do, but he's not going to make the dumb plays that E.J. Manuel is making. He's going to be run a conservative offense. I don't think you're going to – what you see from Houston and Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think is what you're going to see from uh, from, from from Kyle Orton here in Buffalo. So maybe if the, the correlation that we can make for what I, maybe I envision then for Sammy Watkins is kind of seeing what you're seeing on a second-year receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. But I do think – I do think the, to, I think the Bills have a little more <laughs> – Talent, young talent. It's a raw, it's a raw situation. But I think there's a lot of great players on that whole Bills situation. And when I look at the surrounding skill, I mean Andre Johnson. Yeah, obviously DeAndre's having a great season. We we're just talking about how you know Foster's a little banged up, Blue's young. But when I when I do talent to talent yeah, no outside sure. outside it's of the, the quarterback, it's but I, even the running. I'm just saying talent. I, I give it to, not way to the Bills. No, but that's what I'm saying. That's where Orton's benefit is, is through the running game. I think he may actually end up, you'll make see why? I mean, Watkins is second overall. No, fourth overall. Pick. No, no, I understand. But, but what is good? He's still a rookie and it's still it's still development. I'm saying what the benefit is, is that is that they have a good running game. With Fred Jackson and C.J. Spiller, you got a good running attack. And you also have guys Bryce that can catch the ball out of the backfield like he's going to be checking down a lot. And I think that it just... I don't know how much Orton hasn't thrown the ball in a long time. You know, is he really going to be this guy who's going to be chucking it down the field and setting up these plays? I I, I, I see him as a chucker. I hear what you're saying. You're totally right, dude. He's got to be rusty, but he is a chucker. Doesn't mean he's not going to have three he interceptions. Was also, I also but listened he's to Patrick Manley, his, his old ex-teammate, because he was off. He's like, I was seeing uh, Kyle over the over the over the summer. He was he put out a bunch of extra Listen, pounds. Uh, he was yeah. enjoying himself. Kyle Orton. <laughs> Kyle Orton. I think that had great regardless. game manager. And that's exactly what the Bills need. Yeah, well, they but do. Another no, thing right. that he, right. another thing that he excels at that EJ Manuel was terrible at is touch, short pass touch. 
And the reason why Sammy Watkins is and was as good as he was in college is because he can make his own plays. Right. And if you can't get him that ball the way that E.J. Manuel could not get him that ball, then, then nothing's going to happen for him. But yeah. Orton will be able to get him that ball. No, I agree. And that's the thing. Because he, he is like a running back once he gets the ball. But the problem is also going to be that everyone in the league now knows he's the most dynamic receiver they have on that team. He's getting the... the, the but Lynch is pretty all reliable. Let's move on to yeah, the Lions. Yeah, that one game and now everyone's like, okay, we know Sammy Watkins is a good player. Well, the Lions, um, everybody's wondering what's going on with uh, Calvin Johnson. Yeah. Obviously, they played him last week and he was more of a decoy, I guess. Also, let me bring in some second opinion questions since you brought up the yeah, Calvin Johnson. And also Johnson. mention, uh, the, I like the, the title of, uh, of Valverde's uh, most recent... Calvin Johnson newsfeed. It was called "Bring Out the Limp." No, <laughs> uh, but but someone was asking, is it crazy to think you know the way that Calvin Johnson was playing over the last weeks about benching him this week? Talk them off the ledge, would you please? Uh, if if you're even on the ledge, um, I then I'm just gonna kick you off the ledge. I hope you go fall and die, <laughs> because if you are like, I mean. I've heard on the commercials when I listen to XM Radio and stuff like that, if Calvin Johnson is playing against Jesus, you're still starting him, okay? <laughs> and, and it's a fact. It's true. The guy is that good. I don't care if he's a little bit gimpy. You know what? They barely used him so they could rest him a little bit. You know what? This next week, he'll be just fine. I'm not worried about that whatsoever. Uh, they're at home, and he excels at home. Stafford excels at home. Uh, they're going to want to pass the ball against the Bills because the Bills have a pretty, uh, pretty stout run defense. Um, I, I think that uh, Calvin is the man to go with. I'm not worried about that at all. Listen, he's a little bit gimpy, and he was a little bit gimpy, but he gets over things rather quickly. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about CJ at all. Right. Let's, let's try another. Should we try another? Uh, is there a second opinion or something no, we want to do? Or should we go to the next game? Um, uh, and, yeah, one last thing on yeah. the Lions. Uh, Joy Bell uh, is dealing with the concussion. He's going through protocol right now. I still don't think he would have a great game anyway, regardless of the concu- concussion protocol and whether he plays or not. I think Bush would be the guy to use over him uh, simply because of his dynamicism and the way he's able to catch the ball out of the backfield. That's what they're going to have to do against the Bills. So it's Bush over a Bell this week. Uh, I still like Bell for the long term, uh, but this week I, I like Reggie Bush more. It's basically like a question of whether you like the, a Bell or you like Bush. Yeah, do you, do you like the, and you the chose, couple bells? Or you, you chose like, Bush. Like the Bush. So we're happy. We're happy you chose Bush. I do like the Bush. Because we were talking closets earlier. We were, just, we were just glad you grabbed the Bush. All right, we're going to the next game. Ravens at Colts. Wow. All right, let's give him give his due. Stevie Smith. That was that guy is ridiculous. I bet that was, what a, that what was a, the luckiest that was, fucking catch ever. Of course. But that was luck. That's... What matters? That guy just shit on that team in a payback game. Basically, like no way I've ever seen in my entire life. Think, I think of another team they were in any sport where an ex-player in their first game playing the guy just absolutely when they were talking shit back and, he, and forth. As soon as just he got demolished. cut from the team, he goes, "If I ever play you, I'm going to destroy you." And then he does. And then it's coming. And they're all talking about it. And, and they know it. They know that they're gonna. Oh God! Just we don't need to talk about it too much. It's the stuff that the game and the lures and are made of. This is a player that 
Let's go back to old school. We've been doing this forever. Old school. This guy had to play with DeLome for his first eight years in the league, and he was still a first-rounder in many, many years out of those. Steve Smith is the kind of guy that if he had played with a Peyton Manning and was drafted by um, Indianapolis Colts instead of a Reggie Wayne, this is one of the best receivers in the history of the game right now. He would literally be smoking everyone. I believe you get your ass kicked saying something like that, man. Not a chance. Not a chance at all. Because I got Stevie behind me being like, you're right. My name's Stevie Fist. If I go down, the guy who just took me down gets his ass whooped by that He's fucker. amazing. We talk about him as the uh, the superstar champion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, three years ago, podcast. Go back to it. Battle of uh, Battle of Superstars. Or, uh, yeah. Uh, what was so it? long ago. Uh, but, anyway. Battle of the Network Stars? No, no, it's not the Network Stars. Yeah, the other one. This is the Superstars. Superstars, superstars yeah. But we did our own little fictitious contest and it was against all wide receivers that were awesome guys like Calvin Johnson guys like Andre Johnson him Larry Fitzgerald uh forget who some of the other guys were I think Jordy Nelson might have even been in there I don't know I mean, we got a white guy in there we did Jordy get Jordy Nelson and he was I close I love that Steve Smith yeah. I think Steve like, Smith won it and he, he was due they only won it guys, because we didn't put in the other great Steve Steve Tasker <laughs> <laughs> My dad used to run with him at uh, Northwestern. Because he would have won in bowling, he could have won in pool, he could have won in, you know, there's a lot of events he could have won in. He's probably the only guy that's ever skied, surfed, right? been been behind a boat on some water skis. You know what, I've never been this wrong on a receiver before, and I am so glad I am. I I didn't think he had anything left. You had him low this week? No, 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 not, no. This week I actually put him up higher, but I'm talking about on the year. Yeah. I just I thought he was going to be a secondary receiver on a Baltimore offense that was playing on running a little bit. I just didn't think Steve Smith had this in him. But well, wow, holy God. Wow. I mean, he's the number one receiver on this team. And that period. shows you that with, when, you're lo- when you're looking at the quarterback, he's had such crappy stuff around him when Pitta goes down. You put yeah. a guy with the strongest arm in the loves. entire league. Back behind center with Steve Smith running patterns? Please. Do you want to know what I, I wish I had thought about that. Uh, it, it's Joe well, Flacco he has made the Cam strongest Newton arm in the entire league. Right. Maybe not the most accurate. That's probably Aaron Rodgers. But, wow, Flacco's arm is working. But no, no, no but here's what it is. As far He's as as far as for quarterbacks. God, and and, and this is why, this is why I, he I helped Cam wanted, Newton to have such a great God. rookie year. What makes Stevie's fist so good? He's not big. He's not overwhelming. He's not anything. He fights for every ball. So as a quarterback, you know that if you throw the ball to him, very rarely is he going to let it get intercepted because if he doesn't catch it, he's probably going to be at least knocking a uh, fist into the, into the ball and punching it away from the guy who's trying to, to, to pick it. You know what? what? Competitive you, mofo. You think that competitive, uh, competitiveness actually wanes when you're older? It doesn't. Uh, if these guys looked at my leg, I play kickball, <laughs> and I have pus dripping from my freaking knee and my leg. That's true. Just from sliding and kickball and going all out every single play. I'm 41, and I slide and freak out in kickball. He plays against Steven 14 Fitz. year olds, by the way. But <laughs> fuck those 14 year olds. You know what? I, I win. I don't care what those fuckers, those little fuckers, say. Sorry, sorry about that. Uh, no, but no, no, you're, you're right. But Stevie Fist, you gotta love that guy's competitiveness. Yeah. Oh. And especially doing it against his old team. And when he said he would. He, I love it. No, it's ridiculous. Amen. He's the uh, Floyd Mayweather of the NFL. Pound for pound, he's the best. Yeah, too bad I love Smith and I 
Hate Mayweather. Hate Mayweather. <laughs> I want that Pacquiao Mayweather fight so badly, and I want like Pacquiao to, like literally just at one point pull like a a, a knife out and de de head him and be like, I'm with ISIL. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that Whoa. was bad. It was bad, but I do really kind of hate him a little, almost that much. What all the right. fuck? Yeah, oh, we're dead. <laughs> no, it's all right. I've been right. talking. I've been right. messing with the ISIL on Twitter already, so I'm already a hit. I'm already. I, they, they got a hit on me. Hey, sure. Tory Smith caught a touchdown. I know. Finally, did a little something. Um, I could see a little bit more coming actually with Stevie Smith. Obviously, being he's going to have to be paid attention to a little bit more. I can see Torrey Smith getting a little bit more. Um, Owen Daniels didn't quite do what I thought he would do last week. Got targeted a bunch, mm. uh, but only four catches for 43 yards. He was the assist, though. He was. So he should get half the yards on that. Uh, or at least he got three points. He should at least get three points for a half a touchdown. Something. It was a bad throw. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad he got a hand on it. But isn't it amazing yeah. how it just happens to work out in that game that it goes that tip goes to Steve Smith? Steve Smith could and, only and, have, and only, have only happened to one other person. But he was in full speed, full stride, no break in anything. He it was just falling right to him, still sprinting. Nobody was catching him. I just thought of something, and I, I don't know if uh, if you'll fully remember this, but back in our sophomore year of high school. We played in the intramural league. I wasn't in, in your uh, homeroom. I remember we played you a couple times. But we ended up having an awesome team. Me, Garvey, Coots, and we were just a sick team in football. I remember you were a sick player too, but you didn't have too many other guys that were good in your advisory. So we had like an undefeated season one year. And we played against the year older team, uh, which was, it might have been our junior year and they were seniors. I think it was our junior and they were seniors. Yeah. Well, I'll make this quick, but... We played a game where we went head-to-head, the best team, because they were pretty awesome. And I got one of those, Steve Smith. And I was probably, I mean, I was pretty much a touchdown machine, me and Kutsavas. He was my yeah. quarterback. In that game, I got one of those, Steve Smith, like, bounced off someone early in the game. It was just, like, going down. And I just remember, we beat the team. Oh, God, it was just so sick. We beat the older guys. Oh, those just, But it was a luck play. It was just a play that bounced off, and it was I think my only one of my only plays in the game because they had like two guys that were literally beating the shit out of me. Uh, Missy Bergstrom's husband was one of them. Let's move on. <laughs> Dude, I, I, those things stick with you forever. Uh, case in point, as, as you're yeah, yeah, yeah. Stevie Smith will remember that play forever. Going on uh, those, those running, the running back situation in Baltimore. Um, I, I I don't know what to tell you right now. Uh, it, I, I four sets the man. Right. right now, they're going to give him the ball the most this next week. Val Verde is the man. Well, is Val Verde the man? Val Verde was the man. I think that Taliaferro, Taliaferro, Taliaferro. I think Taliaferro. Do you like Talia Shire is the guy, the man, the woman, the the god. Do you like him? Hold on, you're confusing me. He is going to be the guy eventually. I think that Forsett will be realized that he still is a change of back, a change of pace type of back. But it's again, it's, he's not going to take the reins for the rest of the year. No, it's going to be well. Forsett's going to slow down eventually. But the, the only problem is, is, is I look at Talia Farrow and, I, and, I, and I, I see the potential there, but I don't see it for until about week ten. Agreed. You know? So it's it's a longer play. I, I think you're really you're you're waiting out longer on that one, right? Agreed. Now. I, I fully agree with that. I think that Pierce is a. Uh, Throw it's done. It's done. It's it's too bad because I do think he does have a ton of talent, but injuries have caught up to him. Um, 
I don't know, whatever. He, he's just you, not, He's a victim of circumstances right now. And, yeah. And, 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 yeah it, it's, it's, you get uh, your shot, if you don't hit, then, yeah. then you end up... So we're working in Inditech because that question is bullshit to begin with. If everyone listened to her, there would be no janitors, good no one to clean shit up if they had a million dollars. I think that sums it up perfectly, to be honest. Let's move on I could have said it better myself. Let's hit the Colts. So, Andrew Luck, all world. Okay? Wow. How, how smart was I in my, in my one league where I had drafted him and I already had Matthew Stafford where they vote people up and I held him and I activated him for the first time this year. Oh, looking pretty good in his third year. Looking a hell of a lot better than RG3. And I remember we had that conversation about which guy do you like better. I was all on luck. I said, I don't care. I said, this guy is going to be the next potential Peyton Manning. You're seeing the beginnings of it right now. He's beginning, he's, his game is just getting better and better and better. If he had all these weapons stay healthy around him, and if he ever can get T.Y. Hilton to actually do something for him. Well, he finally did a little bit this week, but I agree. I mean, I he mean, doesn't even need... He doesn't. He, doesn't, he just needs a deep bench. It's a plug-and-play. It's yeah. a plug-and-play. It's, it's it was the same like thing with Manny. Yeah. Yeah. You can throw anybody in front and of Manny. Brady, too. Give Brady some credit. There's yeah, Brady a lot of plug. When he was winning championships, but, but, but didn't Brady, Brady, didn't put up, Brady never sure. put up the fantasy points. That, that like Luck is doing. This is Manning-esque fantasy points. Good point. He, he was on. He did it when he had the talent. What did he, when when he, he had Randy Moss? And, and not, but not before. Not yeah. when he was doing the David Gibbons. Will he get fifty-two touchdowns? No, no. I'll tell you that right now. He's had a bit of an easier schedule. Uh, this one will not be an easy one for Luck. No. Uh, do I think that he'll still pass the shit out of the ball? Yes, obviously. Um, they won't be able to run at all against uh, the, the Ravens. Uh, Bradshaw's a little bit banged up. He left last week with a uh, boot on his foot. Supposedly it was just precautionary. And I agree, it's probably just precautionary. And he'll play this week. But obviously he's a little bit banged up. And Bradshaw is the type of guy that does get a little bit banged up. Trent Richardson is a 2.5 yards per carry guy. We've, I hate to say I told it. you so, but I've, I've told you so. You told me. You told and me and so. I said when he told me so, it's true. I'll, I'll admit but at, still, at the end of the day, the reason why I liked him then is still the reason why I liked him. He's playing better oh, than he yeah. ever has, and he's got the volume. He got a touchdown this week. It, he he was a plug-in. I played him in two leagues, and it scored more well, points and than, the other than, guys, too. than guys like uh, my first pick right. overall. And there's also yeah, nobody else exactly. there besides Bradshaw right now because of all the other injuries that they have. And Bradshaw so, will get hurt. Right, and he's already yeah, dinged up right now. Boom Heron is not going to necessarily do anything. Just don't watch the games that Richardson's playing. Just check the stats in your starting lineup. Don't watch him play. If you watch it, is it how frust- it's so frustrating to watch that guy. Because you can't watch you can't, it. When you, when you see the final right line and you go like, oh, I got eight points on him. You won't know that he fumbled twice and they got both of the fumbles back. And, yeah, you, you know, yeah, you know what? And all, 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 all you do is pop it out on one run instead of running right behind, right into the back of his offensive lineman. It's a frustrating. Even looking at the, uh, the box scores, like, I, oh, he got 21 carries. Wait, he only got 42 yards? But he didn't get a touchdown. Yeah. And he got uh, like that, uh, you know, 14th most points in the entire league. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. But don't look at those things because that doesn't tell the tale. The fantasy points tell the tale. That's all you need to know. Agreed. Uh, all right. Well, that's that's awesome. Keep, I hope Luck keeps it up, man. I love it. I like that team. Pagano, we're Chuck Strong. It could be a, it, so far fantasy dynamo. All right. You know what? We're gonna. You're going to breeze well, through it. Before you You're do, I want to pose a fast. question. I want to pose a question. You guys do it, but let's get this in two minutes. I, in in my, my big league, uh, we had our one 
well, first of three supplemental drafts, and every quarterback was basically taken in our league. So, and, and people double or tripled up on their backups. And I, was, I took Charlie. I was stuck too. with for the second year in a row with goddamn Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> and I had RG three as my backup, so I had a drop. And I, I was looking at what was on there on the waiver wire. I grabbed Blake Bortles. Love it. All right, here we go. Go ahead. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. And I will tell you this right now, as long as we're talking about Blake uh, Bortles here, um, I'm going to lead it right back into a Tom Brady. I'd rather have a Blake Bortles than a Tom Brady right now. I don't disagree. I would, we talked about I'm it earlier. changing my passwords to Bortles 3. <laughs> First game we talked about, no first game we talked about. I'd rather have a Bridgewater than a Tom Brady right now. Uh, I, I am real close to saying that I might like a Mike Lennon over a Tom Brady for the rest of the year. I shit you not. There's a lot of players. Would you stop like, jumping on Brady right now. Let's get the Brady when you get the Brady. We'll get the Brady when we get the Brady. <laughs> Bortles is uh, kicking ass, and the Steelers can be. He made some on. amazing plays. I just want absolutely. It, it, it was it was a good game manager too. I don't know what, what was it? Was it like 20, 29 or thirty nine or twenty seven or thirty seven or whatever yeah, it was? It was it, it, he avoided a couple of, of surefire sacks uh, yep. and, and one with a spin move. Yeah, I mean he's athletic. He's got a lot he's of skills, athletic. and he's Huge. he's like Ben Roethlisberger size. Yeah, six five. This is a big dude, you know. So this and, and got the arm and everything too. And like we said, much more athletic than Big Ben. Yeah, but like we said too oh, at the beginning yeah. of the year when, we, when they were saying, "Oh, Chad Henney's going to be our quarterback. He's going to play the whole." We are not going to play Blake Bortles. We said, "Are you nuts? You have all these rookies around him. You got to play him and let him get all the chemistry going with the rest of his teammates." Yeah, no, I mean, coach speak. Don't listen to it. We all right. we've said it for a long, long time. Now, don't listen to that crap. Right? It's 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 blowing smoke up. Uh, a GM, the a GM that drafts a player him, third overall. A, a GM that think, drafts sorry, up to uh, the drafts a, a quarterback third overall out of nowhere. It was a shock. It was pick. probably the biggest was, shock of the entire. A, yeah, draft. it was an absolute shock pick. You think that guy's like, yeah, Annie? Sure. Let me just ride my job on you. No, the second. They need a Bortles, the guy they went high on. Well, I agreed with you on the reason why you thought that they weren't going to bring him in this earlier fully because they had just had a recent situation with friggin' um, our, our least Gabbard. favorite. Yeah, Gabbert. 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 Uh, it makes sense. But at the same time, you just got to throw him to the fire. You got the same thing goes, with, you know, there's just so many. Bridgewater. You gotta get, yeah. Bridgewater, you got to get in there. You just got to get these guys going. It's better to sit around and know right away. If the guy's got the moxie, if he's going to do it, if he's got the mindset, if he's got just the skill set just to, to, to persevere, fast. Because if you sit around and groom a person, groom a player, and then you, they come in and they suck, it's like, oh, jeez. Yeah, just, because, just because Aaron Rodgers... Kind of like, Rogers, kinda like what the New England did do to talk about that with Garoppolo bringing him up, and they were just trying to groom and groom and groom. Uh, you mean Ron Mallet? Terrible, ter- Mallet, but terrible names right now. But Mallet, they're like, finally like, all right, this guy's not that good. Just because it worked with That's Aaron Rodgers. That's Genie Garoppolo. Just because it worked with Aaron Rodgers. That's because Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks. This is not like it was – he was he was supposed to be the number one pick in the draft. It didn't it didn't work out that way. And then he just happened to get drafted by a team that had Brett Favre. So he would have – if he was drafted by any other team, he would have been starting as a rookie. Yeah. So Unless he, he was drafted it, down the bottom five teams where it was, you know – Rogers, what I'm saying, or, but, know, but what I'm saying, he, his talent should have been drafted by 
People were scared I mean, of quarterbacks for whatever reason at hey, that point. We shot the world. We're taking Blake Bortles third. Everybody check. And we're not going to play him. Dude, <laughs> you're not going to see him for like five years. Yeah. We're yeah. putting him in the cupboard. Yeah. We're like, He's in the closet next to my clown. <laughs> He'll be back in a year. Oh, yeah. That'll give many fantasy owners some nightmares for sure. Dude, uh, that's here's, good. here's the thing. Is it a good thing or a bad thing that... Cecil Shorts keeps getting hurt, and that Marquise Good. Lee can't seem to get back. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's the one that's most disappointing to me is that Marquise Lee is a guy that, right now, the opportunity's there. You look at what Allen Robinson's been able to do, Allen Hearns mm-hmm. has been able to do. This should be you, Marquise Lee. You yeah. need to get on the field. You know, it's, it's, it's not going to be his year. I think he's going I think it's not. I think be he still year. has the potential because, again, it's about it's about. Who it's about playmakers. They need playmakers on this team. Cecil Shorts is a guy that he's gone. He, no, no, or, or, if he wants to stay, he can stay for a minimal contract. You know, he's not going to. He's not. They're going to keep Blackman, and they're going to have one of the sickest wide receiver crews of all time next year. We if Shorts, if Shorts, if Shorts is completely healthy, he's a playmaker. With him has, having so many injuries, he's useless. One hundred percent useless. I would cut him right now if I was the Jaguars. To be quite honest, I think he's useless at this point because he depends on his speed, he depends on his legs to make his plays, and he, can, and he can't get his legs healthy mm. ever. He stays healthy for one game, and that doesn't help you one game. Um, so, all right, mo- moving on. Clay Harbor, by the way, he's yeah. not bad. I, 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 by the I, way, I've always thought he was pretty darn good, and he's actually not so bad at all. He's a very athletic tight end that he's going to have to use because Mercedes Lewis is out. As we always say. Rookie quarterbacks favor tight ends. It's an easier pass. It's over the middle of the field. Darnell Robinson being used a lot more um, and should be a, a lot thing. more dynamic. He's going to be used out of the backfield. I think Bortles is going to like that. Going I don't even. To, I don't even want to talk about the Steelers. Go to our player. Antonio rankings. Brown. Antonio Brown. You love yeah. the guy. Ridiculous. Let's just Le'Veon go Bell. Le'Veon Bell. Bell. Le'Veon Bell. Is your number two this week? Who? Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, my number two said, this week. You love number two, stud, L- stud Ben Roethlisberger, way underrated, as I've always said. Yep. Awesome. He's a play this week, period. He's up there in my, my top ten as well. Wheaton's uh, still banged up, or is he playable? I had Roethlisberger last week in the top nine. There you go. All those guys. Right. Uh, Wheaton's Wheaton, no, fine. Wheaton's fine? All right. Let's move on to the next game. And Sorry that we want to rush it, but we want to intersperse this with a couple more questions off of the uh, second opinions. Cardinals... First, this is the first late game, so we got three late games, and one thing we'll mention, and make it real quick, the uh, FCC decided today... FCC. That's what I said. Oh, I think it's the SEC. F- <laughs> what is it? The SEC, the Southeastern I said Football FCC. Town. I the FCC no, uh, today made it so that there's no ability for channels to black out games, to try and get the audience to go to the stadium that their taxpaying dollars pay for, and upgrade, and all that bogusness. So, there's going to be no... There's going to be no more blackouts anymore, which is friggin' awesome. Um, so, the, the, the 405 games is going to be the Cardinals at the Broncos. Two teams that were on the bye last week. Uh, tough to talk about them. You know what's going on with the Broncos, their uh, high powered offense. The defense, has been, the defense has not gelled yet. That's the thing about, about uh, D- uh, Denver right now. You know, teams have been able to exploit them running the ball. Uh, which is surprising, you know. When you, when it's you, very surprising looking think, at that defensive front. That defensive, the front seven. Uh, so look at the back, looking looking at their defensive backfield too. It it, it it's tough to, to to actually work through that defense. They have a very good defense on paper. Right. 
But so, you get a lot of opportunity because Denver's so quick on offense. Right, and 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 they've also went against a couple of tough teams. You know, Seattle gave them a game. And Seattle's going over. to give yeah. teams a, a lot of hell. Was that the game before the buys? Yeah, so, that was the game before. So the what happens so, with Welker? I think he comes back and he's fine. I think I think this is a game where a good he's game? actually this is a game where he's actually going to work very well because those outside receivers are going to have a tough time against uh, Patrick uh, Patterson and. Uh, uh, what uh, Peterson, uh, Cromartie. Uh, Cromartie, and uh, Antonio Cromartie. Um, Matthew is back. Uh, the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Badger, Badger, yep. the Honey Badger. Um, he's going to be That's back, awesome. I believe, in full stride. Uh, he was working his way back, and I think got in a few plays. I think uh, yep, you know, a few weeks ago or whatever, a couple yep, weeks ago. Yep. But he's going to be full, uh, full stride. It's going to be a hard defense to run on. Uh, Monty Ball is not going to have a good time, but he is going to get goal line carries. He is going to get a couple of those, and Arizona's already given up a couple of goal line touchdowns, so it wouldn't shock me if Ball got himself a touchdown. He's not going to get a lot of yards, but he's going to get a touchdown this week. That wouldn't shock me at all. I want to uh, jump on your Welker, too. The reason why Welker has a good chance this game is the same reason why Julius Thomas is going to have a huge game. Yeah. Cardinals just don't stop tight ends. They don't cover the middle of the field very well no. because they sell out and they stop the run. So that opens up that, that second layer in the middle of the field. That's exactly where Julius Thomas and Wes Walker are both going to be working in this game. Those guys are going to have probably have a better potential than you're going to have with the Demarius Thomas. And I think so. I mean, Demarius is like, no, again, because it's Antonio Cromartie against Patrick Peterson. Those are the two guys that are going to be on those guys. So then you're going to have to ask your linebackers to, to, to help cover, you know, unless Teron Matthew can come back and, and be a factor, that's that's going to be the whole thing. Sure. Well, where do, you, where do you have Demarius in your rankings this week? He's going to be a little bit lower. This so week. is he top 20? Yeah, he's top 20. Okay. okay. Yeah, he's top 20. He still has potential. I mean, to, to, when teams, teams are apologizing to owners at this point, <laughs> to even Broncos fans. Yeah, at this point, he's like, he's like, I'm playing like I'm, shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a lot better than this, you know. So anyway, he's got, he's he'll, got he'll still get his chances. And the way the teams score on uh, Arizona is through the air. So they're going to have to use him. They're going to have to use him. They're, they will use Emmanuel and they will use Welker. And obviously, they're going to use Julius Thomas quite a bit. Uh, going to the other side of the ball, the Cardinals. Is Carson Palmer back or not? He says uh, he's going to be question. back. He says he's going to be back. He also says that um, it's not working as well as he thought it would either. Um, this is one that you're going to have to watch up until game time. And game time happens to be the a- afternoon game. Sucks. Yeah. yeah you I mean, make you, have to you really got to make a decision noon. ahead of time because if they don't give you the information, here's what I'll tell you. If it's not working as well as it usually does, you just need to go to Cialis or, uh, or you know. What's Unfortunately, yeah, or, yeah. the tingling sensation sure, in this case is a bad one. thing. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want the tingling <laughs> sensation in this case. And Cialis said at the other, the downside tingle is pretty good. This and you're the, in a tub. The tingle is actually you're, you're in a tub right. watching the sun. In this case, the, the tingle is actually a downside. So, uh, I, I think that if if he actually, you know, if you're in that situation where you're like, I don't know, um, and you're also with your with your Michael Floyd's and with your Larry Fitzgeralds, this is this is a big thing, you know, especially Michael Floyd. I think. Uh, God, it just it would be so much better with Carson Palmer in there because unless a full strength Carson. But we also have to think about this. They they did have the bye week. He did have all this extra practice time. I'm sure that Bruce Arians because Bruce Arians is the one that has that sets up this offense and has Michael Floyd as the guy who's going to be the deep receiver. Hey, so, he had over 100 and, yards in the game before they went to the bye. And, but the guy who who makes plays though, this is the guy who is the sneaky start. 
Because he just makes plays and they don't have to throw the ball deep to get him to make plays. John, John Brown. Brown. Period. Woo. Agreed. He does. Love, that kid is so dynamic, it's unreal. And he's in the right offense with the right coach who knows how Absolutely. to use it. Absolutely. He is basically um, what Brandon Cooks should be. Right, right. This year. And you would think that Sean Payton would know how to, to use exactly. him just as well as Bruce uh, But But Brown is just as dynamic. He is just as fast. Uh, he is he is crazy quick, this kid. Uh, he is unguardable and uncoverable from what they were saying all through preseason and from what it's looked like through the whole season thus far. You, you can't cover the guy very well. Um, so he, I expect him to make a couple plays. I actually expect uh, Andre Ellington to make some plays this game. Uh, having another week of rest, that's very good for somebody like him. Well, again, he's Jonathan to make Dwyer's gone now, too. Huh? Jonathan Dwyer's no longer there. No, obviously. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be gone for the rest of the year. So That's what I'm saying. So yeah. the guys that are there to steal carries from him are not very dynamic. Okay? I heard it wasn't just um, the domestic abuse charges, but there were eight misdemeanors along with right? it. Yeah. Eight. <laughs> so he's, gone, he's not just gone for the year, but he's probably gone for his career. Um, it's too bad. And we find it's always better to fire people on a Friday. And studies have statistically shown that there's less chance of an incident if you do it at the end of the week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for a case like Dwyer, you could have, probably could have fired him at any, any point, but Friday's a good, good a day as any. He gone. Well, either that or... Mr. Samir. Not going to work here anymore anyway. Val Verde, you still got your job. We love you, buddy. Val Verde. Um, real quick, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked if you saw a couple of sneaky plays, sneaky over the, uh, over the top seam plays to a John Carlson this week. Just, uh, just letting that be for now. Nice. All right, let's move on to the Chiefs, who looked dynamic as hell last night. All red. All red against the 49ers. Can okay. Alex Smith outshine? Quick, quick, did you a like Kaepernick? the all red? Did you like the all red unis? Yeah. Sure. I, yeah. I liked it too, and I didn't think I would because I went to Iowa and they looked like Iowa State. Yeah, the Cyclones because yeah, they were the all red uh, yeah, and, yeah. And, and they yeah, beat I us. So I like. But I don't I like, like it. To be honest, I like when they're colored pants on the jerseys more than not. But the the, the the matching though all the yeah, way up. But yeah. what I did love, I thought the Bears jerseys this week are their best jerseys. Well, yeah, that's the, the one, ones those they wear. Throwbacks. Those, those are those, yeah, when yeah. they wear that jersey. It's like all right, you, this is sick. Too bad Brandon they Marshall. Well yeah, they're not good in them. But all right, Chiefs. <laughs> um, Alex Smith looked like he was worth the money. And the, tell me now, this is the game too. Every, if, didn't he also play against uh, San Francisco once before? Yeah. And how did he perform in that game? Did he beat them or? I, I, I don't remember because this is and if he did I think he did this is his, I think he did too and this is his second chance to stick it to them in San Francisco so uh, you know that becomes a, a, a real interesting Story thing and line. he's coming off of a great game where he spread the ball around to wow Dwayne Bowe all of a sudden showed up only for the first half but he showed up and then Donnie Avery making plays but but but, the, the, but, the, but who was the star I mean, the star was the was was Travis. Yeah. But hold on, the star was was as uh, Gruden said, the alignments, the formations, oh, yeah. the way, all those different looks that they were throwing out there. 
if they can do that and they can do that as quick hit passes that kind of it merges it's almost like a neo uh, contemporary version of the West Coast offense that we know uh, that Reed likes it's like a total well, new Gruden spin said, though, if he keeps doing this they're gonna get, they're gonna kick him out of the West Coast conference meetings that's true <laughs> but what he was doing was great because he was doing components of getting the ball out quickly getting it on the line hitting spreading a lot of different formations but on top of that, he was doing two tight end sets. Right, right. He had tight end in the backfield. He had, they were faking reverses. They were doing. I mean, it was, it was pretty sweet. So no doubt, Kelsey, on from a fantasy perspective, was amazing, and we'll talk about him right now. But, but what, if they keep on doing throwing all those different looks at people, not only that, think about this: though. getting think the ball. About, out think quick. about how wow. much almost as a team they get better by the fact that Jamal Charles got hurt early in the year. Now that you know. What you oh. have in Nile Davis, oh. and now that you're Such not afraid to, to, to give God. the guy Such 10 to 12 touches a game, yeah. how much that and what best backfield in the NFL? And, and as, as Gruden had said too, a guy at six was he six one two twenty seven? What he does, like jeez, but yeah, it's 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 pretty it's crazy. Alex Smith has not. Um, played. Oh, he hasn't played him yet. No, he has not played. Oh, him yet. this is the first chance for him to uh, six foot two twenty seven for a nine six days. foot two twenty seven. Yeah. I mean, he is. That's eye test. Good grief! Good Every goal. time he touches the ball, is off the up cards. the middle, around the end, power, speed, first, Jukes, first, moves, everything. Yeah, first burst everything after got. he finally makes his decision of where he's going. I'm gonna tell you what. I'll Would tell I still you. rather have Jamal Charles? Yes. Yeah, but yes. that's the best backfield in the league, right? Well, now. I'm gonna tell you what. Who's gonna be close behind it? Because another guy who's like Nal Davis, once he gets fully acclimated to the NFL speed, is that Cincinnati backfield and Jeremy, Jeremy Hill. Jeremy Hill. And with yeah. him and Giovanni Bernard, you're gonna be talking the similar type of backfield. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And also agree. a guy who's six foot, 233 pounds that, that moves down the field. Yeah, like he that. does. Yeah. At healthy and healthy. Well, I love Gio. He ain't no Jamal. No, I understand. I'm with you. No, ag- agreed. And I don't think that Jeremy Hill is not Davis yet either. No, no, yeah. not yet. Not yet. But no, it's, it's, it's in time. Ju- in time. It's it's I do think that Jamal. Well, he had what three touchdowns this three, week. I yeah. do think. I do think that now that they see, like, all right, this isn't some kind of like we're gonna give him two drives to give uh, Jamal some a breather. It's going to be smash and bash. But this also helps Jamal. This could also help Jamal because. When you're facing, again, remember, they're facing the NFC West. Yeah. So when they're facing Seattle, say, for example, then you let Nile Davis do the hard pounding on the inside. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, after they're worn a little bit, then Charles comes back in and you do one of those crazy, like the touchdown pass where he just made Ger- Gerard Mayo look like he was like, swimming in a bowl of mayo. It, it, it was <laughs> like, what was he doing? He was like, he was nowhere around it. <laughs> I've, I've had that, that dream. <laughs> Swimming in a bowl of mayo. backstroke in some, in some ha- 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 almonds. <laughs> bring out the helmets. You bring out the best, baby. You do bring out the best. I you know, know that helmets no is only west of the... Um, is that right? East, yeah, east of the Mississippi, it's helmets. Uh, west, it's... Uh, the gold. Blue, blue. Come on. Hellman's west of the... Uh, I'll find it. Yeah, sorry. I'll look it's, it up. Uh, it's been a while since I lived in the west coast, but... Oh, no, God, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, dude. Hellman's in blue ribbon, maybe? Anyway, we'll no, figure it out. It is blue something else, though. It's not blue <laughs> ribbon. Um, I, my, my problem with this People is don't that... People like are weird. Now Davis, I don't think, can withstand the pounding that uh, you think he can. He's more of a juker-type back. I don't think he's a pounder. 
um, if he was to take big hits by teams like San Fran or Seattle, I think he would get hurt. Um, best foods. It is. It's called best, best foods. foods. It's true. Not, and it's a blue label. It's the same it's exact label. Like same label. It's like Magners versus Balmers. Well, it's called best foods. <laughs> no, like, it's so it's bad. Horrible. It's, I like high. I like the fact. I'd rather buy Hellman's than buy. I like anyway, back to the game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> back to the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Um, I test. I would say Jimmy Graham. Um, that's about it. Yeah. Better than him in this league right now. Three years ago, Ron Gro- Rob Gronkowski was there, but with the injury, Gronk is still a maniac. Yeah, wow, he's still a maniac. He had. This guy Kelsey wow. is Gronk without the injuries. He's Gronk with an act with somebody good uh, with an offense at this point. And New England doesn't have an offense at this point. Uh, it's it's strange, but it looks like Kansas City has a dynamic offense. Ugh, yeah, um, they're, they're able to actually do some things, and and Alex Smith is a really good game manager. Um, he can make little throws whenever you need him, uh, but he doesn't need to make them all that. But when he, when he does, but the offense he makes is set up. It's set up for Kelsey, though. This is what's interesting. Oh my like, god! This offense is not one that you want to grab any of the wide receivers on because it's it's all about. It, it is a West Coast still a West Coast offense. It is still quick passes. It is still you see how the how the running backs are used in the in the, in the screens and all that. But the bigger plays down the field. Yeah, they'll take a shot here and there to the Avery and to the into the Dwayne Bow, but the bigger shots is it's exploiting across the middle and it's crossing across the middle with Kelsey. You you're seeing him run thirty yards and then making a twenty yard catch because he's going all over the place. Did you see that they were using bubble screens? With yeah, three with tight three ends. Three tight ends, right? Yeah, that's oh insanity. That's I mean, how <laughs> I'm sorry, bubble screens with three that's tight awesome. ends. I mean, how does uh, what? I, the, the only I can uh, I can't think of any other team that that would work with besides maybe New Orleans uh, with Josh Hill and and if Ben Watson's healthy that could work there with yeah. Jimmy Graham right. that'd be a great play for them by the way uh, if oh, you're man. listening out there Sean Payton yeah right <clears throat> but with Travis Kelsey it's awesome that guy is so good Gray Revis Island the way that those guys out in the ends were. Duking and not looking like they really wanted to tackle that guy. No, not at That's all. That's the difference maker. Yeah. When you see a player that people don't want to tackle, that's the kind of guy that transcends and becomes elite. <laughs> because guys that Kelsey was coming after, I mean, there was juke moves. Then it was slats. It was, it, was, it wasn't even it was, stiff arms. It, it was, was King Kong on top of the stiff arms. It was just grabbing you away. Let's put, this, let's put this airplanes. Way. All of these yeah, guys, the guys, yeah. the guys, the guys on both sides of the field are millionaires. These are paid. They are the best at what the they best, do. The best, the best. And I'll guarantee you, when they're all watching Kelsey out there, all of them are going to the next guy and hitting him. Going, did you see that? Did you nah, see that? What, what is this guy doing? Who is this guy? How often do I say? And when I'm, you get those guys excited, that's it. That's it. When your peers respect Ooh. you, you. How often do I say when I'm writing? When you, I don't know how much you guys read the stuff I do on the site. Obviously, I don't write as much for the site as you guys do. But when I do, I'm always like, make a name for himself. Become a household name. Arrive. And that's a Last night, Kelsey. Arrived. Hello. Yeah. What's up? You're, First he beat you are in top three now. I was tied to my game. I With Charlie, don't surf. And he had Kelsey. And that touchdown, I'm like, Dagger. Like, I was tie game, and I can't make up six points. I have a defensive player to try to make it up. It's and more so than that, this is what we're talking about, and that's hurtful, but 
Anytime you play Kels from now on, you're going to look at that name and you're like, oh, shit. I know. I'm worried about it. <laughs> you're worried about it. Like I'm in six defenders. leagues, so I'm going to probably yeah. see him at least three or four more times before Absolutely. the season's over. Yeah. you got a lot of running backs oh. to trade for him. Oh, boy. All right. Um, i got Jimmy Graham in four. 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the Niners. Niners. Well, Crapper uh, got saved by that uh, Frank Gore. Let me just tell you that. Because... That game, my, 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 that's that's who he is for, for for fantasy right now. It's like I'm I'm in that debate. He scored more points than Blake Bortles, but if I'm looking at the eye test, he looked Bortles looked better than him. And I'm in a league where the, we don't reward rushing touchdowns. Or looks rushing yards. I, 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 I haven't seen a lot of quarterbacks that look worse than him. Yeah. He, he looks atrocious. He looks <laughs> terrible. He looks. How like many a bad passes does he overthrow? Uh, throw behind uh, Crabtree is like. He, he, he gets, he's like wide open. He, he, I see him just look back at Kaepernick going. He gets players hurt. He's like, he's that really? Quarterback. How do you not hit me? I'm five yards away from you. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Uh, not good. Uh, what saves him is his running ability. Yeah. And that's what he's doing to save his job. He literally, he, he, I honestly feel that he's running to save his job. Not running to win games. He's running to save his job. Uh, and, and that's that's all he's got at this point because he's a bad passer. He's not going to lose his job. He has job no vision. Ever. He has no vision. He's got a couple of years, but if he keeps doing this, but, uh, this is a guy. But you're, but you're right as far we as we were talking about. I'm like, uh, do they really have to start thinking about Blaine Gabbert? We uh, like uh, you were there next to me, uh, watching this guy. How but can you be thinking about Blaine Gabbert? Because uh, Gabbert throws the same ball he does, but he can't run. Yeah, that's the problem. Really so that, that's what. But you're, you're right though because he's, he's he has he has to show effectiveness because you know what San Francisco will draft a quarterback next year. They're gonna have oh, to. and their contract where they got this contract they gave him a lot of guaranteed obviously, but it's it's very friendly to the franchise as we've heard Absolutely. many times. Right. If he sucks, if he keeps this up the season, he's not their quarterback next year. He got high on himself. I'll tell you that right now. I don't. I think so. I think you're right. I think you're right. But I think I don't know. Let's, let's not talk about him too much. There's a lot of other players that need him to fil- facilitate the ball. He affects everybody else, unfortunately. Vernon Davis. Is he, is he back? Do people, a lot of people are asking us. Here's the question. Let's pick up one of those second opinions. We, so we were just talking about it. This is the perfect game to talk yeah. about it. So, is it crazy? This is from uh, Kip Krismer, who says, is, Kip it, is it crazy to be thinking about dropping Vernon Davis and picking up Kelsey? It's obviously not crazy to be thinking about. The, the, I mean, no, it's not crazy to be thinking about. But couldn't you drop just somebody yeah, else? Drop somebody right. else. Drop somebody else. Exactly. You don't you have anybody else on the team to drop besides Vernon Davis. You go grab Kelsey immediately. Yes. We get, so this is a, another point to address. Yeah. We get these questions a lot where people are like, "Should I?" I'm always going. Why would you drop that guy? There's yeah. got to be somebody. Got to be somebody. There, a second in, kicker. Unless a you're in an 18 defense, league. Even, even a backup quarterback. If right. you've got, you know, unless you got. Unless you're in an 18 league. I have no idea why people are talking about dropping guys that are that were a third, first or third round picks in 12 team leagues and talking about dropping them. If they're performing poorly, you either stash them on your bench and wait till they start performing or you trade them. You know? However, I do got to say. Um, when it comes to Vernon Davis, he is dealing with injuries. And he has been dealing with injuries. And now he's got a back injury, which is obviously not going to be a good thing. I don't think that Vernon Davis is going to be all that healthy throughout the rest of the year. It doesn't, doesn't matter. Here's the, here's the point. Fantasy point. This is, this is, for me, 100%. It doesn't matter. The guy, I'm in my league where I have Adrian Peterson. I pretty much know where I've spent $70 on him and I've been handcuffed. and I've fought back from 0-2 to 2-2 and, and I'm happy about it. But I know I'm handcuffed. 
I have to wait until this October. Guy threw all that money at. I know, and I have to wait until the October eighth hearing. Thank you for not ever mentioning that. Right, just to know what is going to happen, and I and I'm sitting on him until then because God forbid if he does get reinstated for some weird happenstance, waiting for it now. Even if my team loses, it's a dynasty league, or even if I'm still fighting at five hundred, there's trade bait right there. So here's a question I got for you. Again, I I think we talked. I don't think the league has him out. It's the team. It's the Vikings right so, now. Yeah, trade, trade. He's going to get traded. So that's the reason why I'm, I don't. I feel like he can play this year. A lot of people would say differently, but you don't know yet. They've got to trade him for something. Well, no, the big, the big and point is he's not going to be on the team for that youth movement well, that we were talking as far about. As, as far as his whole case goes, it's all a matter of we need to see what happens with this first indictment because they're talking about if they push it out and say that the trial's not until the end of November or early December, well, then it doesn't matter anymore. I'm into the, it's out, out of the season. And he was but a buy. just because of the he was a buy for right this now. year. For me, he was a buy for this year. For other people, if it's a No, game. but it's just, he's not suspended by the league. I know, but the Vikings are not going to let him play in the league. But they'll trade him. They don't want him. They can only trade him up until, I don't know if they yeah. have, how much time they're going to have. Once the trade deadline's yeah. done, after if that, he hasn't been traded, hearing, he's not playing. What's the trade deadline? It's by week Eight. Eight, eight. So eight, I think they this is, he doesn't so get traded, it's going to be right, right on that time. We're talking about like almost in the same week, or it's right around it, or one week before. But again, you're talking about the only people yeah. that are saying that we're not playing you because of this court case right. is the Vikings. Get them on another team, but we'll if play he's exonerated you. in that court case, they said they will play. Him. That's what I'm saying. So, but the whole point you is, can when, move or but they've play. also said it's when the court case gets settled, and if this, that's why yes. I have to wait. They don't see. want them anymore. They, I know, and that's why we have Shepard's to wait. Shepard's already said it a number of times. They're not moving forward with them. They've got that great young team. I agree with them. They're gonna He's going to get traded. The franchise being Bridgewater. He's going to get traded. He's getting traded. Adrian Peterson will be on another Something's going to happen with him. I don't know what it is, but that's not what yeah, the game that's not the game. Yeah, no, so let's, let's quickly. So Chiefs, Jordan 49ers, Davis and Kelsey is where we're I think we're about. done with the Chiefs 49ers. That's like Crabtree do anything? Bolden do yeah, anything. Yeah, actually, I, I do. I, I mean, listen, this Chiefs defense has been a, a little better. They, they obviously showed to be very good against the Patriots offense. Um, I think they're a little bit better than you think. Uh, but I, I still see the 49ers being able to run the shit out of the ball. I think that Frank Gore will run the shit out of the ball. Um, I don't see Kaepernick having that great of a game. I think it's more Frank Gore, maybe a little Carlos Hyde uh, mixed in there. Um, they'll, I mean, they'll try and pass the ball a little bit, but that's about it. Yeah, Crabtree, is, he's still getting the targets. Bolden's a guy that's kind of disappeared as of late, and you saw uh, an emergence of Stevie Johnson. I don't like Stevie Johnson as a pickup. I'm just mentioning that. Yeah, yep. <laughs> All right, cool. Jets. Well, no, good that he actually found another receiver besides the, the three. Agreed, agreed. And Stevie Johnson has been playing pretty well. Yeah. Last game of the uh, afternoon games, Jets are going to be at the Chargers. I believe Br- uh, Rivers is your number one ranked guy. This two? Number one. Two? Or no. number one. Number, number, one, one. number one now. By the way, number one. I guessed pretty good on the characters. This, uh, you did. Uh, on the graphics. You did. Yeah, you're on the game. You're on your game, yeah. B Rex. I used to ask Dog. I'm like, you know what? Dog probably spends 15 minutes giving me this. I'm just gonna take a guess, and if you come back to me and say I don't want that to be the guy, I'll change it. But Dog, I like that. I was yeah. when I saw when That's I saw it loaded, I was like, I was like, all right, all right. Let me on bells. I'm in. I'm in, be- I'm in bells. I'm yeah. in, you got it. I'm learning from you, buddy. I'm learning from Jennings last week. I, I should have told you, hey, I'll make a new one. Do it. That's all right. That's all right. No, no, no. I'm not gonna tell you make a new one. 
I'm not going to tell you making Because the one. truth is, what on those graphics, just so you know, I'm trying to make it a different guy every week. We, I could have uh, you know, Jimmy Graham, and we could have, if on a normal year, Megatron. We're just going to have a different one. We could the number one guy week, is no. not the same guy. We're just going to have a different player each week, each day, the, uh, each week at each position, and that's it. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I had Drew Brees up there, but I, I, this is the Rivers game. Um, first of all, Rivers, great at home. Uh, very impressive at home. Is it December? Uh, second, of, <laughs> second of all, the Jet. What, what game are we talking about? Jets. Yeah, yeah, Jets Chargers. Uh, the the Jets terrible against the pass. Absolutely terrible against the pass. They can stop the shit out of the run. Can the Chargers run the ball right now? No. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be Rivers all day long, and they're going to have to pass it all day long, and they will pass it all day long. So you're saying it's like? Tell you what I do, man. Two kicks at the same time, man. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it is two chicks at the same time. is going to be two. And I bet you both chicks will get pregnant. <laughs> well, Rivers got the bolo on, so you know. Wow, I bolo never thought about that one. The bolo, bolo Next time I do two and chicks it, at the same time, I'm going to remember that one. Well, you ain't Think no Rivers. Rivers is a fertile mofo. I don't want to, I don't know. How would you know that? Because he's got nine kids or something with one woman. Rivers? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. He's he he's, he's like oh, he, he's the white version of su- fertile NFL player. It's just one woman. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not eight. It's not eight women. It's it's, it's one woman. But Shamardi's got. It, it's perennial. Twelve. What am I gonna do with forty subscriptions to Vibe? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's right. what else is going on? I'm gonna ask you just a couple of direct questions. Eddie Royal. He's on some waiver wires. Is I can't pick him up and want to play him. Is he gonna? But he's having a good year, you know. He's right. kind of guy that keeps it up. Here's what I'm gonna say about Eddie Royal. Remember what he did for the Broncos in his rookie season? That's that's where he is again. He is actually a talent. Eddie he's a lot, Royal. He's a lot better talent than you give him credit for. Everybody think that he's just like some sort of like. Pseudo scat back receiver type of, you know, Joe McKnight, uh, you know, Dexter McCluster type guy, but he's not. He's actually a really good receiver that did, has done really good things in the past and is in a offense tailor made for him. It is a short pass, short quick offense that gets the ball out of his out of Rivers' hands quickly, and Royal is very good at making quick. Quick routes make a difference, and that is a perfect thing for him. That's why Gates has done so well with Rivers. That's why uh, Keenan Allen too. Keenan Allen has. He doesn't go vertical. They don't exactly. And also coming out of their cuts, expecting the pass and catching the frame. And he throws one of the best anticipatory passes in the game. Exactly. Because it's the weirdest goddamn release. It doesn't look like he's you know when he throws this that 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 weird sidearm kind of half quarter chuck, and the ball is. Exactly where it's supposed to be, dude. The the, the one guy I think True. that is the best at like the five yard button hook in the entire league is Val Verde. I'll tell you right now though, I, I do like a Royal for this week. I love a Rivers for this week. Um, like I predicted, I know so many people were so too, down then? on Allen. Yeah, I predicted. I was yeah. I, I where do you got him right this week? I think I had him eight last week, and of course he. He was ridiculous. Well, the guy is still ridiculous. And we, you know, and we should, it was bad matchups. He was a little bit horrible matchups. He went up against 
He went up against Richard Sherman and Patrick Peterson the first two weeks of the season. And then the third week, he was a little bit injured. Right. So And he went two for 19. Fourth week, he was perfectly healthy. He was uh, a dominant. He's going to be dominant again this week. Perfect thing I'll say uh, before we go on the other side with the Jets is on Twitter. Follow us. Twitter.com forward slash Pyromaniac. P-Y-R-O-M-A-N, the number one, A-C. I'm trying to get the woman that's only done six tweets and had Pyromaniac actually forever since Twitter started and says in her in her bio, I never, I'm never on Twitter. Okay, Believe Twitter, me. get rid of this woman. Give it to the rightful owner, us. But on that, we saw a picture that was amazing, a number of pictures that happened by an NFL photographer last weekend of the offensive lineman on San Diego that looked like Andre the Giant and real pictures, real dimension of uh, Eddie Royal. I posted one of these things. Standing next to him. It literally looks like Gandalf and Bilbo Baggins. I love it that you bring up Andre the Giant. I actually, in in uh, my write-ups this week for uh, Andre the Giant, I made an Andre the Giant reference. Obey. That's awesome. That that Andre and the Giants, and Andre is not the Giant. (laughs) I like it. Check out that's awesome. Check out that picture. Do a little search where you're like, it's actually there's no Photoshop, there's no nothing, and Royal looks like a little little like boo 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 boo, and this offensive line looks like a giant. I just saw a stat that I think that eighty five or ninety percent of all the wrestlers in WrestleMania four mm-hmm. are, are still, dead. Oh, yeah, or still wrestling <laughs> are yeah. dead. dead. From I heart, believe it. From yeah. heart heart issues from doing too many rides. Yeah. So. There's a lot. Well, or OB, or oversized. Yeah. The only one. Well, no. Whatever. The only one that would still be alive would be Hulk Hogan then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Most Probably. Of them are gone. Remember? Well, remember we were talking yeah. to uh, of, uh, Annette. It's unreal. Remember at Dewey's we were talking to Annette and Annette was talking. Yeah, yeah. To us. She's a uh, women's basketball coach. She's one of our clients yeah. at Dewey's. She was a women's basketball coach clients. and she's like a customer. Customer, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm used to saying client. Uh, I'll talk to clients tomorrow. She's a customer. There you go. Uh, but she was saying, I'm a, on, on one of my teams, I had the third tallest woman in the, world in the world on my team. Really? Yeah. Third tallest woman. She was from Russia. And no, I, Poland? I, no, 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 no. It was even somewhere weirder than that. Uh, Kazakhstan, uh, Uzbekistan. Uh, Kazakhstan. Those, well, those are Russia, though. Weird. Yeah, they're all, they're all part yeah, of it. Like, no, well, they were, it was, uh, they were, they were she was part of the Soviet Union before. I think she might, she was somewhere from, uh, I think, in Russia. But whatever happened, that, that, that doesn't matter. She said that she had the tall, like, third tallest woman in the world on her team, and she died at 32. Wow. 7'2". 7'2", this woman. Wow. And the same thing happened. I read in the Time Magazine two weeks ago. We'll move on. Sorry to give so much else. Yeah. Peripheral BS. I got to say one thing after the, that. The, the largest, the tallest dog ever recorded. It was a Great Dane. Died at five years old. And this happened two weeks ago. Tallest dog from hand, from foot, when you put it up, ever. It's so just, much stress really on, on the body. Years? The body has yeah. so much more stress on it. So much more. So all right. just to let you guys all know, too, we didn't mention it. The beginning opening song was uh, What is Hip? Uh, by Tower of Power. This is one of the funk soul bands out of Oakland, California. Uh, they are, are phenomenal. And uh, the movie clips that we are doing is Office Space. No paper jam. No paper jam. I swear to God, one of these days, I, I, I just kick this piece of shit out the window. That is a wonderful movie. I will say that. Mike Judge in the house. Jets, let's talk as briefly as we can about those guys. Chris Ivory. Uh, the, the guys for real 
and he always has been for real. It's just a matter of him staying healthy. He's yep. going to run. He's going to try and run, and he will run against these Chargers. Um, that's what they're going to do. Um, I could see Chris Johnson getting a few passes outside and maybe making a little difference, too. And Decker, is the hamstring, is he going to play? What's He'll his... play. He, and, and, I mean, he played, uh, supposedly, I guess I think it was like 77% of the snaps last week. Caught a touchdown, 4 for 48 with the touchdown or something like that. Uh, had a decent week. Problem this week is that he'll be going up against, I believe, Brandon Flowers. Right. Um, so it might not be that great. Brandon doesn't more. send me flowers anymore. No, he sure does not. <laughs> but the problem is this, and this is the thing if you're a Decker owner, is it's it's a nagging injury. These hamstrings yeah. are horrible. Yeah. And they're they're a detriment to your to your game. So while he guts it out, while these guys are all gunning out injuries, like we were talking about with Brandon Marshall, this is where it burns you because yeah, he gets four catches for forty eight yards with the touchdown, thank God for the touchdown. But you're not getting a Decker game of seven catches, 110 yards, and two touchdowns, or, or a touchdown. You're getting you're getting garbage under 50 yards. Absolutely, and I mean, I'm sure a lot of people were like, "Wow, this is uh, for sure Jeremy Curley's week because you know Eric Decker was out and all that sort of stuff." I mean, what did, what did Curley end up doing? Not a whole ton of a lot. Uh, what do you have? One reception for three yards? Yeah, yeah, and uh, not happy times, but. This is the type of team they can make some receptions against is the San Diego Chargers. Don't fall flat with it with this guy because he had one bad game. Doesn't mean he's not gonna have a But, a good but here's game the biggest game. thing that you gotta realize, especially if you're starting any jet players in this game, know that it's gonna be limited. So while Chris Ivory and all that is good, the fact is the way that, that San Diego is playing right now, they are just Mike McCoy, it's ball control offense. Ball control. They Period. will control the clock for they're gonna take away seven minutes from you on offense from the from the from the thirty minutes split. So do what you can because you're only gonna get twenty three minutes of, of, of ball possession to twenty five minutes at the most. So few, few coaches in the league are setting the tone the way they want to offensively. The way this team is, yeah. and they've had injuries. <laughs> they they, they, yeah, the they got their two, their, their two best good. running backs have, go, have gone down. They're done. It's uh, amazing it was, because McCoy has employed what it is. It's all crossing patterns. It's all short crossing patterns, and he gets them always running across. Whether it's a zone or whether it's four a, seconds every time the ball out of Rivers' and, 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 he, and it's, it gives Rivers easier decisions. It took away because Rivers was throwing all those passes downfield and was throwing 22, 20 interceptions a year. Now he's not throwing those interceptions anymore. Donald Brown, Brandon Oliver, the running backs on uh, San Diego. Do you like Oliver? Don't play them. I do. I do like Oliver. Not this I, game, you don't. No, not, no, yeah, not But you like, actually, you like him as a pickup? I actually might like Oliver a little bit more than I, I like Donald Brown this game. Um, they're going to have to pass the ball out of the backfield right. a little bit. He might get a few catches for uh, for some decent yardage, but that that's about it. But I, I got to tell you that, uh, that, yeah, definitely don't play anybody in this backfield this week. Would you? Okay, here's but a here's, here's Brandon a, Oliver is the mainstay. He's going to be the guy who takes over for what Danny Woodhead was doing. Okay, mm. so... Would you, with, with uh, like Jarek McKinnon, a guy who's got that ankle issue, yeah. going to play on a short week Thursday, would you play him or would you play a Donald Brown then? Because here's I'd rather play McKinnon. Just with the opportunity and the yeah. potential. Yeah, yeah, I agree the, too. The, the I think potential. that's the right. I, 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 you just, you're not going to do shit against this Jets. This is, this is also the key point for all you fantasy guys, for everyone out there. When you face a team like the Giant, or the Jets defense or like the Cardinals defense or these defenses or the Seahawks defense that just shut down running games, they do it. Yeah. So it's not. It's look not for like, another option. Oh, this is going to be the week. No, it, it ain't going to be the week. Happen. 
It, it may, but it's not worth the risk. The odds are not in your favor. Question. Ten years ago, 2004, we know what happened. Eli Manning, Rivers, both going to be Hall of Famers. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, don't be surprised um, if, if somebody like a, a Jason Merle actually does something in this game, by the way. But you're not going to start him, most likely. No, probably not, but just don't be surprised if, if you see him coming up with a few yeah. catches, maybe a score. Hey, man, let's go to the I just want to see Sunday Street Night Football. Make a, make a Sunday, yeah. Sunday, Sunday. Wow. Big Bengals. Game. Big game. This is a big game for both teams. It could be. I'm excited to hear what you guys think about it. Patriots, obviously, just absolutely garbage last night. I'm going to do you guys a favor for a second. I'm actually going to let you guys talk about Tom Brady without me for a second. Talk about the Patriots offense. I've already said my piece. Here's what I'll tell you. I'll I'll tell you everything you need to know. I'm not interested in talking about Tom Tom Brady. If there are 32 starting quarterbacks in the league right now, I think that Tom Brady is probably 30th. Well, he's he's definitely 25 to 32. He's, he's, he's unstartable. He's not startable right now. The offensive line is atrocious. Um, are we missing Logan Makins right now? Mm. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Are we getting anything out of Tim Wright? Uh, no. Nothing. Nothing. So, I don't understand. It, it, That's what happens when you listen to uh, the ex-Rutgers coach. Uh, I don't know if you... I don't well, know if who's, who's the ex-coach of, uh, of the, the Buccaneers? I'm just kidding. Uh, Oh, uh, uh, uh no, no, that's not Sperano. He was on, uh, Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, uh, oh, what the hell is the schmuck's name? Yeah, sure. Who couldn't win a goddamn game. Um, <laughs> but that's who, that's who was advising, regardless. I don't remember, I don't remember his name in a second. Yeah. But that's who was advising Belichick. It's like, oh, great Here's player. I, I had him at Rutgers. I had him at Buccaneers. Good, good receiver. I wanted to mention this because I watched, uh, last night, I watched a press conference with Bill Belichick. And Bill Belichick has always been the best at not giving a goddamn answer, right? And I want to give kudos, golf clap, no, strong clap, no golf clap, it's strong clap, for the Boston reporters who were grilling him over and over and over again. They're like, well, Bill, you said that since you had the extra time for this game, that you had the extra preparation, that you were going to be able, well, what happened? Because... Well, we need to get better. Well, what does that mean you have to get better? Obviously, you have to get better. What do you need to do? Well, we need to work harder. Well, no, 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 Bill. We know you need to work harder. You said this. So what, what's the... And, and they were just... They were on him. And I'll give, I'll give Belichick credit because even while he's taking all this shit, he's not getting angry. He still has a stupid, stoic look on his face. But I just want to give props. It was more than one reporter to us. At least three reporters that... Came back with follow-up after follow-up going, well, but you said, aren't you concerned? Like, well, we just have to be a better football team. We just have to do When no. you're a dick, when you're an asshole, and your day is, isn't had, when people well, when throw your it back almost at up, When your throw, number's almost up. I don't yeah. think his number's up, but I think when, you ha- when your day is Brady's run numbers course, might be up. All, all, the whole deal might be up, but it might not be. But at the end of the day, when you've been such a cock knocker, I agree with you. And I love BB, but it's nice that for him to have it thrown in his own face because there hasn't been a guy throughout the league that's been more smug Ugh. to reporters, to other coaches, to respect, in respectful to, to ways to the owners. leaders. The fantasy owners can't owners. understand what's happening as far as an injury report. There's much the worse. But some are out of the league, like Shanahan. What was the what, what's the guy's name uh, that the, the coach at Rutgers got fired from, that uh, got fired from the Buccaneers? Soprano, Sapino. No, no, he was on Miami. No, but, but it's in that Sheena. 
Shiano. 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 All right. We got it. Fine. And we didn't have the internet and look at it. I knew we'd get it. All right. You got anything to Very say fine. on this on, on on the Patriots dog, or should we? Uh, it's, should it's, move over it's to the Uggsville the on their offense is all I can say. It is. I mean, I, I, I couldn't even tell you which receivers will be active. Brandon LaFell will be active. I'll tell you that. Yeah. That's about it. I know who I'm dropping tonight with a couple pickups, and that's a guy that I was hoping Dobson. could do something. Dobson, yeah. two weeks in a row of an inactive bull. He, he can't hold a spot for him. You know, he's just, he's just not going to happen. Obviously, we know Amendola garbage, and... If you're not, if you've got an Edelman who I love, had a terrible game this week or whatever, but if you have an Edelman, those catches, he really only does anything for you in a PPR league unless he scores. He's kind of, and I have both these guys in, in some some deeper leagues, but he's kind of right. I mean, he's a PPR guy. He's he's scoring you six points if you're not in a PPR league. Yeah, that's about it. That, that, that's it. I mean, when it comes down to it, uh, the Bengals are the ones you got to be talking about when it comes to this game. Uh, the Bengals are a little bit more dynamic. The Bengals have something going on. They have uh, Andy Dalton, who is a great quarterback, uh, who, who can handle that offense and work it well. A.J. Green, obviously, you got Marvin. A.J. Green, who. Both these two got no, because A.J. Green and Marvin yeah, Jarvis come back. You talk about a team that actually is going to benefit from a week four bye week. Yeah. It's Very Cincinnati. Rare. Huh. Because AJ Green, who's been with that little ailment with Denver the toe, this is what well, I know, but this is perfect timing for him to get that, you know what? Get a week off, get the get the get the rest on it because don't let it inflame more. Don't let it go three more games and then it's then you're working with a button on your foot or whatever you got. <laughs> and then you got Marvin Jones who was probably healthy enough to have played last week, but by having that extra week now that gives him that extra week just to make sure he's 100 percent healthy. Do you like? Do you like? Collectively, I'll ask both of you guys to answer quickly. Do you like what Marvin's going to be able to do moving forward? Because I should have put, put him on the pickup uh, list this week. Do you like him? Yeah, I, I know you're. I know you're a fan of him in general, but throw him back. Throw, throw him on there on the pickup list this week. I don't like him for this week specifically. No, but I it's like going to take forward. him a couple weeks to get back acclimated into game action and stuff, as it does with everybody. He didn't have any time in the preseason, basically any time, and obviously in these first four weeks. So I was he out? Him. Broken, was it a broken leg or yeah, 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 it was a broken leg or something like that, something like that. It, it was tough for him. Isn't it weird that a broken leg is like the best better, injury? It's a better thing, right? It's like the best injury you can get as a pro athlete. Yeah. <laughs> so the don't leg is broken. It's great. It, not an it, ACL. It I'll be back in five. Uh, yeah, it heals. You're not trying to play on it. You just sit there and you wait, and you're it's not done. Liz Frank. That's it. It's crazy. Yeah, man. it ain't Liz Frank. It, yeah, it's it's none of this. So I mean, listen, oh, I, Sanu's it's, been it's, great. Because if you have one of those, then it's... Looks like you've been missing a lot of work lately. I wouldn't say I've been missing it, Bob. Yeah, you're riding a horse. I remember that one. That's a good one. Yeah, so I mean, you got that dual backfield with a Bernard and a Hill, which I think will be able to make mincemeat out of this Patriots... They just gave up 207 rushing guards to the Chiefs. Almost basically gave up 200 yard rushes between Nile Davis and uh, uh, Charles. Charles, yeah. D- Davis had 100. Charles didn't. Charles they had, had three 300 touchdowns. at halftime. Well, no, total total, yards. That was total yeah. yards. Yeah, they ran for 207 on though. This and, and and I'm sorry, their their linebackers are, are are the strength of this team. And and I'm a big fan of Dante Hightower, 
um, and and Gerard Mayo, they looked lost in in, in this last. But those game. guys, that's the thing. Those running backs. I know they're quick. Anybody's got any. If you got Jamal Charles hitting that hole and so just high stabbing it, it doesn't matter unless you they unless their body's on top of them and all they need is arms to go. These guys are boom, and that is why they're so dynamic. We've said it. I think it's. But the they're best going from facing the best dynamic duo to the second best this this week. I, I, hey, I'm not saying yeah. the pa- I, the Patriots. I think are. In and it was rested. In That's the whole thing too is that they're coming off and they have had a chance to game plan for New England for two weeks, and New England's coming off of a short week because they played on Monday night. I will say right now, fantasy wise, I like the uh, Bengals, but I do feel like this is the kind of game that the uh, Patriots can win. Come back should win. Should win. win. This is the way they kind of play it. I'll bet. But, but but at the same time, if it home. doesn't happen. White flag. It's not a blowout. It's not a blowout. I'm just saying. It's in Foxborough. It's white flag. But but understand this. How the game is going to be? It's 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 a it's in Foxborough. Cincinnati's going to try to run the ball. They're going to establish the run. So it's going to stay close. I don't. It's not going to be like like it was in Kansas City where it's a complete blowout central. It'll probably be within a a touchdown game. Is how it's going to. I don't expect Revis to be able to cover AJ Green. I'll tell you that I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't see. Re- ain't, 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 I didn't see. He was able to cover Dwayne Bow. Certainly could. <laughs> well, to be honest, that first play that he made that long one, it was so close. He was like, yeah, but, 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 I, but I'm not sticking up for Revis. Revis doesn't look good. Doesn't look like he wants to tackle. Doesn't look like he's got that spryness. Just. Kind of looks like he's lumbering through a contract. Yeah, Revis is not Revis anymore. Revis, it's not, and that that's normal. Is that you want to stick with guys like Ike Taylor? You want to stick with guys like Ladarius Webb? You want to stick with guys like that, but they're not what they used to be. Revis is not what he used to is, be. Is, that's is, the position is, that is when you fall leave, off, you uh, fall uh, off. A leave or whatever. A keep to leave. He hasn't looked that great either. He, he, is he better? No, no, yeah, because they're so it's like they let him go and they spent more. The problem money is just because these are really all the guys good. that are the high price guys. The high price guy just means that you did it for a long period of time and you're getting paid. Swanson. It doesn't mean that you're actually the better. top of your game exactly. right now. It's the guys Swanson. at the top of the game aren't getting paid yet. That's why. That's why when and Sherman and and. Uh, Peterson got paid. They're like, right, however, I got paid. I got paid before. I'm gonna suck. Right. However, who was just activated for the Patriots this week? Brandon Browner. That's a big addition to the cornerbacks. You know, I'm all of a sudden it's him opposite uh, Revis. You know, I hope That's a big so. difference. I like it when the it's gonna make a difference. I like it when the pa- total game shape, but makes. I like difference. it when the Patriots are good because there's if they're shitty. Ah, you know, it's just change guard. The league always changes, but always I kind of I, I don't I don't want them to win the championship by any means. But I like it when they're good because each week when they're playing and they're always on TV and they're very the league's focused on them and so are channels. It's good games. Whatever we saw last night, not fun game. No, you had a blast watching Brady like banging his head against Gatorades uh, containers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll be honest. Uh, anything I'll, else to talk about uh, with the with either of these things, the Bengals? And if you want to be honest and talk about Brady more, and, no, uh, I don't want to talk about Brady more. I'm actually I'm just sick of uh, Belichick's antics. I'm sick of the whole Patriots Patriot scene. Yeah, and they've had a great run. It, 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 it's, it's a, a great, great run. run. And all your secretiveness and all that sort of shit. Hey, listen, you made a huge dent on the league, and there's so many different teams and players and coaches 
and side coaches and coordinators who have all taken influence from you, but you're done. Get done and be gone. I mean, I'm sick of it. You know I'm a Brady guy. I do like him a lot. But at the end of the day, a few weeks ago on Twitter, he posted a picture. He's like, I played the Raiders a number of times. You know which play was my favorite. And it's him spiking a touchdown pass after Fumblegate or whatever the... the uh, the the, 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 the the one play the tuck rule the one Woodson knocking it out of his hand but then they score he scored on a rush and he's spiking it and the Raiders so have been so this, bad he, ever since he yeah, yeah. And so he hasn't done he he's not really being cooth he's not really being humble so when the when the whole empire implodes listen when it, you get the time is gonna come Here, Les Zeppelin said it best here's what here's what here's what I'll say to both Tom Brady and Bill Belichick young yeah, Tom you guys can both eat my ass, okay? <laughs> Pretty much. I like, it. I like it. That's what. Hold on. Last time I got a chick home with me, I said, "Yeah, well, you guys can both eat my ass, okay?" Yeah. It was a chick, though, not guys. Yeah. <laughs> and the two of them. And there was three of them. <laughs> oh my god! All these the dreams. Is, Bob, it's not that I'm lazy. It's that I just don't care. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Monday night game, October 6th. It's amazing that it's already October 6th. It's amazing that after this week, we're going to be on week six. That is crazy. What's going on, Seahawks? God, I need a Harvin to show up. No doubt. Against the Redskins. Do your thing, guys. Oh, by the way, just so you know, just so, so anyone knows how much I love certain players, by the way, Percy Harvin... He's getting a bitch slap. Good, right he now. should. Yes, indeed. He's he on should. List. He's on a list. Should. Bitch slap worthy. Because yeah, otherwise, because he's going to end up in... We get caught loaning money. We're not going to White Collar Resort Prison. No, no, no. We're going to Federal Pounding in the Ass Prison. <laughs> that's where I'm sending him. You're taking him there? If he doesn't, if he doesn't straighten out, that's where I he's really going. need him to straighten it out. That's where you're drafting him from. I hate to say it. I knew he would not be third round? everything that you guys thought he would oh, be. Oh, I didn't. T- I took him much later in the third round, even. Well, yeah, whoa. Well, you hey. took him in the third round? Well, I should, well third round, I think I, I, fourth in, round. In our league, I think I probably got him in sixth or seventh. Person? It's because everybody else that knew. far? No, you didn't never, get him that late. You didn't get him that late. We'll see. Yeah. He's going to light no, the Redskins I, up. I'm going to tell you that No right question. Now. Yeah, but it's, I don't have him in our league, actually. I have him in another league, and I got him sixth or seventh. He is going to light up the Redskins. The Redskins... I, I'm, I'm. This is one of those ones. Kirk Cousins, he got exposed, and this whole team just kind of fell apart last week. And the Giants exposed a lot of problems on this team. This franchise is after. They're in. They're in trouble. They're in. They're in Trumpsville. Uh, People are even complaining about the namesake. You know, you got RG three banged up, down and out. He's there's a great Mimi. I got him in the sixth. sixth yeah. I got Harvin in the sixth. You did. The, yeah, the Redskins are giving up twenty five point three points. Yeah, that's a bad pick. Yeah. Twenty five point three points a game, two wide receivers, twenty fifth in the league. So what, eighth worst or whatever. So, so this is an opportunity. This is this is the game. And again, why in Seattle's on every game has, has been like on national television. So they're the champion. Right. So you know, that's also the added pressure that they're getting every game. Um, but at the same time, it, it should it should be a... Added uh, pressure is on Valverde. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just changed it up. 
I had to change it up. That's One thing change. I will say, it was, it was, wasn't it a little bit uh, of a letdown to go from week one at Soldier Field with uh, Jim Corlison to uh, this to, week, to Wayne, Wayne Mesmer? Mesmer? Wayne Mesmer? I love Wayne. I'm glad you're still around. I'm glad the hockey puck didn't kill you. But at the end of the day, Jim is, is a far uh, better Star Spangled Banner singer. No one, opens, oh, no one opens up a sporting event like Jim. I agree. So, and, and we got, now, the one thing I do have to like about uh, uh, the, uh, what you call it, the, the Seattle, is, is, is their quarterback. That's a You hippies. They played the fist song for him. They played the fist song, so I had to do it for no, him. There you go. Go ahead. Go ahead. You can talk about it. I'm happy. I, I like fish. I like seeing fish, too. I, I'm not a big fish. I, I was no, a big fish No fan. place you'll see more Jewish people tripping out. No doubt about that. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> Someone got that on the head. <laughs> That's hilarious. It should uh, be Jewish drugs and Sam right. Wilson. <laughs> Russell Wilson going to kick ass this week against Washington. Obviously, their secondary was exposed. Not a very good pass defense. Eli Manning tore him, Pete, uh, tore him apart. Russell Wilson's going to do his job. Marshawn Lynch is going to do his job, too. All right, now, that guy's a beast. And believe me, when it comes showtime, that's the man that you want having that And let me, let me say this about Especially Marshawn Lynch. Especially after a bye week. And the thing about Marshawn Lynch so far... I'm surprised. I'm, I was calling for the breakdown. You both were. I mean, look, all the evidence is there. I went through the history. I, I mean, it's all oh, laid it's out. It's still coming. I don't. Well, it's I, still coming. I, I'm. I don't know when it's going to come though. I think. With it's that come said, later, with though. that said, will you tell me? Because I've got another situation. Sure. There. I think listeners will appreciate this. We like Christy Michael. Yeah. Okay. Everybody loves Christy. Okay. That's what they should. But I still, I've got him doing nothing. He hasn't gotten one carry all year. So I'm on a six-player bench that I'm sitting on, yeah. and I'm still sitting on. What's the deal? Is it this guy's got zero carries, and you kind of in this league, I'm picking up the best guys. I'm picking up are the players people are dropping. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't think anybody's. I think someone's going to drop Bishop Sankey right. tonight, right? The, 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 and I'm going to pick him up. I got Trent Richardson that way. I got the Cle- uh, Cincinnati Bengals that way. I got, uh, I'm spacing it right now, but another great player. You're getting the they, when they so frustrate the, on the, the guy. other people's right. garbage, because yeah. it's just so much. This is, and I don't love this league, to be honest. I, I, it's too short of a bench, and every week it's like 30 players dropped. Here's the thing. And there's no, it's Here's my sucks. advice to you. But is... Is he is Christy Michael? Should I get rid of him, or do I? Is he the one guy that holds that spot just at the hope that something Here, happens? Here's my to advice it. to you: on a short bench league, because I'm in a short bench league too. You can't hold him. Can't I, hold him. You just can't. Can't I, hold him. He's got he's, zero carries. You know, and, and by the time when it, when you when when it when it happens, everyone else is still going to go running after Turbin. So this is where you're going exactly. to have to be smart about it and say, you know what. I still got to take my chances because if there's something that can help your team now in a short bench league, you just can't do it. It's like I'm in one where it's like you. you I'm in another one. It's like a five bench league. Dude, dude what am I going to do? I can't stash guys on a five bench league. If I have a ten bench, 
Yeah, I can stash two or three guys. But if it's five guys, no, you need guys that can play. I'm going to say as a... I agree. I agree. I'm going to say as a professional, through this podcast, something we talked about earlier, how many in our main league dog, how many buy guys I had this week, I got to do better. I got to not lose that week. I got to know that across bye weeks, and you showed me your 4 4 4. No, I disagree you with you. Got, you got, I, I I'm so you, happy. I gave up this week. There's going to be so many guys that are going to have one or two or three, four players on the next week. week. I did, but it's one week. And now I'm never going to have. I had lost all my. There was all my impact players. Lost Giovanni Bernard, Percy Harvin, and Michael Floyd in one week. One week. I don't have to you worry about going, going enough. That's, That's what's happened week. to me now no, moving no, no, forward. No. But otherwise, it would have been I, I lose Gio that. this week, I lose Floyd the next week, I lose Harvin the next week, and I lose my quarterback. Then, then it's spread out, and I could lose three games. I have those guys. Well, everyone else has got bye weeks. I'm going with my top talent is going against. Luckily, okay. we had we probably had winning records going into that week. No, I didn't. I'm one I of three. Did, I'm one. Of, I'm happy. one of three and I now. Too. I'm one, one of three now, but I'm I'm happier that I, that I'm got these guys. The one reason healthy. why I was bringing this up that's what my one regret. You can disagree. I, I we're, that's why this show is awesome. Mm-hmm. We do not. We're not. We're not one mind here. It's not consensus uh, all the time. I'm bummed out. I shouldn't have done that. I should have drafted better and known that that week. Literally six, seven guys on my team in a league where I can only pick up ten players all season. That's true. And that's know your that's league. Know, your league. know your league. That's bad. Yeah. I'm not impressed by that. No. I sit here and I try and give you strategy and try and tell you guys we collectively do this. I lost there and I was and I was bad. And the same thing goes in this regard where I'm just thinking about not being very happy at all on the fact that I'm going all in. Based off what I was talking about, Christy Michael, Christy Michael. Michael, all in on holding him on the bench, and I was thinking about Johnny Manziel. I'm like, how did Johnny Manziel hit? It's Johnny Manziel on my bench, holding him off. They're both on a, your bench. Yeah, on, on, a, a, six, on, a, on a six bench six, team. They both six, gotta go. Yeah, yeah you gotta get I know. players. They're, they're on. I realized this today. But you only have ten moves. Just, no, this no, is a no, different no, league. Totally different league. league. Different okay, league. okay, thank God. Totally different league, which I'm upset with myself. Yeah. So those two things. Six man bench. No, that's it. No, that's you'd be screwed. No, <laughs> that's not that you wouldn't make it past week six. You're that done. League, that league's got 24 <laughs> slots. I mean, yeah. it's one. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So no way, you shouldn't have to make any moves. Every Train time somebody. you go to look at the waiver wire, it's oh, like you'd be surprised how many moves you make. We hold 20. We hold 24 guys on the team. You only get ten moves a year, and everyone make, uses almost all of them. I, I've already moved five. Wow, I, yeah. it, it, it's tough, but I I'm gonna do that. I'm getting rid of Christy Michael. Wish wish you would have come back. You've had zero carries, Johnny Manziel. What probably will happen is Hoyer will do a stupid oh, slide out of bounds, it, and Manziel will play in the fourth extra, quarter. Here's, here's and all another, my reasons for thing holding for other people like yourself, right, who are doing the same thing. Yeah. Especially this. I don't know if your league has any of these type of rules. Like, I dropped, uh, when I was holding on to Peterson, I had to drop to Von Austin. I didn't want to do it. No one picked him up last week, but I can't pick him up this week. I have to wait two weeks. If no one picks him up for two weeks, then I can reacquire him. Do you want him, though? I do. If I can, it's a keeper league. So if I can get him for a buck, yes, I want him for a dollar. For the keeper league. For a keeper for league. No, league. no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. This week and pick him up. No, no, but it's, no, no, it's still staying for, for those leagues, too. As long too. as... Because you don't know when. Here's what I'm saying: is you better to do it earlier than later, because otherwise you're stuck holding. Because if you're waiting for the fall, if there is a penalty where it's like you have to wait 
an extra week or you have to pay a penalty because you drop and they won't you just re-pick up the guy that you dropped. You're the only person in these kind of absolutely like if you drop a guy and he's available the next week, you can actually re on him. You have crazy you have you crazy can on the same guy that you dropped. And I like that, of course. So what are you saying? I'm asking you, can you? What, what, yeah. what you're talking about is All that right. the longer that you wait, the more of a chance there is that they're going to replace Hoyer with Manzio. The more of a chance that there is and then your that dilemma Lynch goes right. down Get rid of him and now. Michael, and well, Michael yeah, of course. That's the point. So if you That's drop him now and wait two weeks, if Lynch is still active and still fine, pick up. Michael and said, "Listen, I'm going to take the chance that he goes down within this next." And week I'm not, of two. course, and I do that. Or I do the same. But thing I'm not worried about that. Yeah. The worst part is Lynch tore his ACL, undercut. Finally, this Michael, week. This, this week, week. Right, right, right. Michael's back, and I'm seven out of eight on the waiver wire. And you got all of a sudden, a I just dropped. I just dropped Michael, and he's going to be the number one guy off. And Listen, and everyone has these dilemmas. It's just and all their I know. So if the there's somebody is, you truly need. You do it. And the other thing is, if, don't really if it happens, then you don't do it. no, no, it's not even that. I might keep. You it. have to do it because it's the right move. If it turns out that it bites you in the ass, that doesn't mean that that was the wrong move. You still did what was statistically for yeah, your yeah, team yeah, yeah. to put the best product on the field. Yeah, yeah. You're the right. fact that it happens, it happens. That right. being said, Lynch is going to kick ass this week, and so is uh, Russell Wilson. Um, let's I talk about the. Let's talk about the other. You want to keep talking about the. Let's, let's talk about yeah, Harvard can have a pretty good game. I think uh, Baldwin will actually catch about five or six. Uh, going to the Redskins, I think the Cousins has a bad game. Yeah, I think Cousins a- has another really bad game. This is not going to be a good one for him. Um, <laughs> if he was, depending on his accuracy and his wherewithal against the his Giants, smarts. it ain't gonna ain't gonna work against Seattle. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> no. <clears throat> However, I do think that Alfred Morris is going to have a good game. I was he seems to have a lot and, of and, and, they, and you know This is the other thing, too. Like Jay Gruden may be a guy that likes to pass the ball a lot, but if you remember, Giovanni Bernard was very successful under him. He ran the ball a lot in the red zone still, too. And Highest value of running back so Morris far right now. Morris is finally looking like a, a, the fantasy back that he was his rookie year. Not just that. Morris has actually had a lot of success against very tough defenses. He usually comes up with at least a touchdown. Even if it's only like 60, 70 yards, he comes up with a touchdown. If not, I've seen him come up with 120 yards and a touchdown against these really tough defenses. One of them was against Seattle in the playoffs. But uh, uh, is his first year, I think he had. But at the same time, though, we we mentioned this earlier. When you're facing a team like Seattle, if you're an Alfred Morris owner, and I am in a league, I'm tempering my expectations. I mean, sure, I I don't. I mean, my choices are: do I start, you know, to give people an idea? Is it is it Alfred Morris, Donald Brown, or Jarek McKinnon? Well, I'm not going to go Donald Brown and Jarek McKinnon. I'm going to start Alfred Morris, but I'm not going to expect to get the game that I got the two touchdown game sure, out of him. It's a little closer than you think. Yeah, not Donald agree. Brown this week. I think Donald Brown sucks this week. No, I'm McKinnon, going with McKinnon. Though, I'm going a very McKinnon, iffy but, call. Yeah, right. <laughs> but dogmatic, you got some great facial expressions right now. Those are great. Uh, well, we'll tell you though. Like little inches and like looking up at some Don Rickles eye rolls. It's good stuff. I, I Your name is stuff. Joe. Your Chinese name is Joe? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Alfred is not a top 10 guy this Spot week. Up. Probably not a top 15, but he is top 20. Still going to be at RB2 for you okay, guys. Okay, there you go. That's awesome. Anything to say uh, else about this game? Garcon, or we, uh, 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 just D- talk. Do you just close it out for a minute? Uh, I don't even know who's going to start it. You were saying it's a, yeah, we don't, yeah, that's the whole thing. Jordan Reed, this is getting to be really tough. And Niles Paul, 
with a concussion. Yeah. Is he out? We don't know. We this don't know. The, the protocols. So I wish I could tell you something, but I don't. This know is there, I, I, I have a feeling that to me, what I'm what I'm seeing is I think that that concussion is probably going to keep Paul out because he I was agree. on the ground. Fingers, the arms, finger, the arms yeah. are up in the air, no, no, not no. moving. He fingers, was, like still. Strangely, his eyes were looking zombie. Right, we, I can see. Yeah, you can see when they when they zoomed in, like yeah, yeah. But his but eyes could, were kind of going he, back and forth. Like, but he couldn't move anything. Right, he was. He, he had but, lost but all his stuff. arms were stone. Rick and Mortis. Yeah, it was. It was the all bad sign. Yeah, I got a feeling just because you know it's the hamstring thing. I know with 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 Reed. I really got a feeling he's going to get back on the field this week and because, you know, it's one of those things, too. It's football, right? Do you want to lose your job? Yeah. <laughs> and and he, now he's this got, guy's he hurt, hasn't getting paid yet. You're going to let Logan Paulson be the guy? I mean, because that's what it's going to be otherwise. Um, yes and no. I, I, I'll tell you right now that, listen, Washington, yes, they're 1-3. and three, They're in the bottom of the division. Uh, so they may be feeling like they need a win. But are they willing to sacrifice... Jordan Reed for the rest of the season going against Seattle. No, I get it. I no. get it. I don't you know, I mean, uh, now as Paul, I could see them sitting for sure. If he's even the slightest bit woozy. So here's the key then for all of our listeners. Against Seattle. Oh, so you think they're willing to with Reed? I think they're willing to sit him. I think they should You think they'll sit Reed? Okay, so you think they'll sit with Bolton? I think they'll sit Cashman. both and go with Paul. So here, but here's the other thing, too. For, for, the, for everyone out there that is a Reed owner, I think that the key test is going to be for you. Does Reed practice in any form on Thursday? If, if he even practices in a limited form, then it becomes interesting to see what they say on, on, on Friday. If he doesn't practice on Thursday, then don't don't expect him to start. No, agreed. Awesome. Guys, we rocked out. That's only a two-bye week. We've only got Miami and Oakland on the bye. Too bad. Allen got, cut. Allen got uh, fired as the coach for... You know, the Raiders or whatever, and now they're going. And how do you get fired? By phone. Really? Way to go. All class, Oakland. Really? Stay classy, Oakland. Jesus. Yeah. But Jesus. awesome work. You guys are helping me out. I'm taking, just so you know, listeners, I'm taking notes. I'm talking about players. I need to pick up players. These guys are the best. We give you the information, the knowledge, the fantasy goo like nobody else. If you're sitting here right now and listening at two hours and 50 friggin' three minutes into a podcast, you are an animal. So, love you guys. Dog, you've been killing it on the fantasy pros. You're number three, ranked number three through uh, four games. We'll find out, or no, through three games. We'll find out uh, in the next two days how you did this week. From 128 experts through rankings. Last week you were number one. We got to talk about that. Last week, Dogmatica, number, or, it was actually week three. But week three, number one. That's sick. You are a friggin' badass. We didn't know that the last podcast. So listen to that. Dogmatica kind of knows what he's talking about. Uh, all I'm going to say is we love you. You're listening to us. We're giving this to you, Dogmatica. If I was got? to ask you, who are the only two undefeated teams in the NFL right now? Who would you say? I hate the sound. I don't even know. I hate the sound so stupid. Indianapolis. They lost to Denver in week one. Is it... Uh, Both teams were in the bye. Cincinnati? Yeah, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. And, um, and uh, Arizona? Yep. That's right. Cincinnati and Arizona, the only two undefeated teams in the whole NFL. 
Yeah, hi, it's Bill Lump. Yeah, it's yeah, hi, it's Bill Lumber. Yeah, it's me again. Uh hi, Bill. <laughs> Guys, we love you. Let's do this. Here's the one thing I want to say. I'm not doing great in every league either. I've got injuries that are depleting my team too. So your season's it. over, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I picked Adrian Peterson <laughs> with the fourth round pick, and I picked in another league. I picked uh, uh, McCoy as my number one pick. Guys, it's week four. We're going into week five. Stick to it. Perseverance. Do not, do not start giving up. Thanks for staying with us. Stick on the waiver wire. Make a trade. If you got a guy that you need, if you need depth. And you got a couple awesome guys and you need more bench, trade an awesome guy, get some bench. If you've got the opposite and you've got a ton of bench and you're seeing another guy that's just got two guys, trade some of your bench and some of your talent, multi-trade it for one friggin' guy that's an elite talent. Build your Make starting some moves. Do something. Figure it out. Look at everybody's team. Look at your team. Map out what move you want to do. You might not be right. You might make a trade. You might make a pickup. And you might lose. But if you sit around and don't do shit, you ain't going to win. We love you. Fire it up. Tower of power. We're heading down to the nightclub. Later, boys. Jive with Let's five. go down to the nightclub.